Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. You can find me on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. Spelling G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. Uh, welcome everybody, episode uh, 186. Today's a special episode. If you don't like golf, turn this off. Today's a golf podcast. Um, and it's actually the lead up to the greatest tournament on earth, the Masters, um, which is coming up this weekend. Um, not even this weekend, coming up soon. Um, and coming up soon, later this later tomorrow um that this is going to take place but the masters podcast if you guys don't like golf uh shut it off if you do like golf then welcome we have uh ryan, ryan lee jared burns um whoop, whoop. um average golfers better guys so um good 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 good, good dudes uh, we're talking all about golf today and we're talking about the masters because we love golf and it's the masters and big story is tiger woods I believe is playing according to his press conference. He said, as of right now, he's playing. He did. He said he's playing. So, what do you guys think? And he says he plans to win. Quote, I do. Yeah. The, the, the reporter was asking, I don't know which reporter it was, but they were saying, uh, you know, Tiger, you, you have always historically said that you, you only play in a golf tournament if you think you can win it. Do you think you can win it? And he just looks deadpan. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Do we? So if you weren't intimidated before, are we going to get like early two thousands Tiger where he's legit serious, or are we going to get like Kevin Na walking the putt Tiger where he throws a couple smiles at the crowd? No, no. I well, he, he's going to be serious. I, I think you think so. Yes. Yeah, he's going to be serious. Yesterday during his practice, well, at least what I saw yesterday during his practice round, he looked like he was having fun. Like he was kind of bouncing around, ch- chatting, smiling, kind of like taking it all in. His swing looks so buttery right now. <laughs> yes. Ball speed. Did you see the numbers? 176? Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what, you know, the ball speed number, and some of you do, but, like, that's that's serious. Average average golfers, 110. Uh, Is that what, ball speed? Yeah, like 120, I think. Uh, that, that day we went down to um, exit eight. You know, I think I was getting, well... <laughs> I was getting more than that, but say I, what your number was. Okay, flex, <laughs> what was your number? Flex, yeah, what flex you hard. <laughs> what were you getting? <laughs> I wasn't hit. I wasn't hitting in the center of the club face though, so who knows? But it was like one fifty six, one sixty. Driver, mm-hmm. it was driver. So, yeah, so like an iron, like a mid iron, like ball speed goes way down, swing ooh, speed goes I way feel down. Good right now, but like I was on, getting one thirty. Driver, driver, club speed. Club head speed and uh, ball speed are usually like on tour. I was looking this up recently because I was really curious about it. And they're hitting like 170 something ball speed. A lot of these guys, they're carrying the ball 300 plus with that. And their swing speed is like, I think Rory's top swing speed, look it up, Galen, but I think Rory's top swing speed was like, like 127, 128 or something. Club head speed? Yeah, club yeah. head speed. So, I'm looking at an average right now. A PGA Tour player averages about 168 miles per hour with a driver, and 
ball speed. Or sorry, ball speed. Two, yes, ball yeah, speed. Rory got his up to 200. And, and that's the speed at which the ball takes off mm-hmm. once it hits the, the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then instead of five handicap would be about 147. Yeah, that sounds right. So, um, so Tagger, when I looked at how far a 170 ball should go, this is assuming the launch angle is about 11 to 15 uh, degrees. At 170 would go 189. My guess is Tagger's probably launching it right around 11, 11, 12. And it's probably going somewhere close to 300 on the carry. That's what I saw. It on said, the carry. It said it was... With a massive on a, rollout. On a, on yes. A, on the carry, he was averaging on the range this week, like just under 300. Like so he's he, getting- he was about to have his leg amputated. Can we talk about the fact that his <laughs> leg was basically destroyed? <laughs> and, well, now he's, months ago. and now he's carrying the ball in the air. 300 basically just round up his 300 and it's i would like, say wow. is one of the favorites to win he's the favorite to win you think the what's the, what's the bet is he who's number what one what are right the odds it's gotta be scotty Scheffler, like right scotty i don't know if he'd be the uh what uh masters odds. you know who looked really good recently tony finau tony Fair. finau is like the crowd been... favorite bet to win but never pans out but oh, he's always in the top sports, seven sports yeah. line sports line's the uh I, oh, so, Ram probably Rambo's well, probably up there too. I'm, yeah, I'm seeing some numbers right now. Wait, where is it? Ram's number one. Can I just have JT a... is? That's crazy. That's crazy. Top three favorites are are oh, okay. Rambo, JT, and then Dustin Cam Smith. Do you think Rory? Oh, actually, will ever win a Masters? Yes, I do. Um, wait, so, wait. What this about Miss, Do you think it. Jordan Spieth will ever mentally recover from the 12? <laughs> uh, he's already got a jacket, though. Jo- so John Rahm, Justin Thomas, then Dustin Johnson, Cam Smith, and Scotty Scheffler, your top five. Cam Smith, dude, he might he might win. Cam's, he's playing well. Him and Scotty are the two best. Well, have been playing the two best. Rory, and then Brooks, Patrick Cantlay, Jordan Spieth, Victor Hovland, Colin Morikawa, who I'm actually very... He could do something. I think he could win it. And then... Uh, the one, the one guy that is a really good golfer right now that we is uh, I always see his name. I think Jared Burns, Sam Burns. Woo. Yes, he's on every leaderboard right now. Yes, he's Sam. sneaky. He's a sneaky PGA Tour winner. Yeah, I forget how many wins he has. He's got a decent amount of wins on the tour. But he's like you never like you just never know the guy's name and it's like the Sam Burns guy. But he wins all watch, those like mid level PGA mm-hmm. events. But he'll yeah. be on the leaderboard of like the players or yeah. something. But then he's also a guy you couldn't pick out of a lineup. Even though you've seen him on TV, you're like I still don't know who Sam Burns looks like. Yep. He's kind of like a weird looking face. No offense to Sam Burns, but like a little goatee. He's not listening. Tiger's plus five. How great would it be if more? Well, if it weren't for if it weren't for Tiger, well, let's I ask you this: If it weren't for Tiger being in, who would you be rooting for? Obviously, Phil's out. Rory. I'd You'd love to. I'd love to see Rory, Rory win. Guy, I feel yeah. like yeah. Rory is or the kiss. nicest or high Harry profile Hanks. pro. He's one of the nicest. Rory, like yeah. he deserves it, man. But yeah, his, his is plus ten thousand. I would still root for JT. Yeah, I like JT. I love, but JT's got one. He just won one. He just won a green jacket. No, JT. Oh, sorry, Dustin Johnson. Dustin I was thinking Johnson. Justin. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, JT. I'd love to see JT win one. I would yeah. love to see that. Yeah, Harry Higgs is three times plus thirty thousand for Harry Higgs. I might put a couple bucks on him. I would. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Three thousand? Is, is there any any winnings if he flashes anybody? No. <laughs> you know, Some side parlays. You know, you know who's got 
the two people with the worst at two hundred and fifty thousand. Kiz, you're just giving money away. Kiz, no, Sandy Lyle and Larry Mice. Mm. What's Kiz's odds? Ten thousand. That's better than I would have thought. Three times better than Harry Higgs. That's surprising because Kiz. Well, um, he just got runner up at the uh, Dell match play. So they're basing it off of that, not how he normally plays at the Masters. I bet you plays okay. He plays okay. He's a he's a South Carolina Georgia guy. Mm. It's right in his neck of the woods. He also said he does not play well at the Masters. It's getting a little lengthy there for him, but um, Austin Greaser is a hundred thousand. Plus hundred thousand, wow! With a name like that, to be honest, all the guys in the bottom are all the ex champions. What about Taylor Gooch? You, you know is what? Actually, you know what's a, <laughs> You said name like that. That's the only you, person I can think. You know of. what's a kick in the teeth? If you're Stuart Hagstad, who's plus one thousand, and Bernard Longer has better rate, better chance of winning than you. Bernard Longer has got some longevity yeah. in golf, though. He's plus seventy five thousand. Jeez, who's notable besides? Um, well, let's see who's who's out besides Phil. Obviously, that's the most notable not playing. I don't I don't know if anybody's not playing. There's a few that are on the outside looking at Ian Poulter didn't make it this year. Hmm. He just didn't play. Who's not invited? Like, um, Matt Kuchar didn't. I, I saw that last week. Matt Kuchar's misses Matt Kuchar's first Masters miss in 13 years. Wow! And only a second miss in the last 52 majors. Wow! So he's wow. out. But I think all the other ones are up there. I was looking at Tiger's Masters. Um, history. This also goes back to like his his mental like prep. Like if he says he thinks he can win, like he's serious. I think because he has only missed the cut once, and he had no. Now I can't quote the specific numbers, but I think it was like twelve top fives and like fourteen, maybe fourteen top tens, or and he's like only missed the cut. At the Masters once. Who's this? Tiger. Seriously. So well, when he's in, he's in ni- at 19, the Masters. 1995, he finished T41. He was playing as an amateur in the reigning U.S. Open, U.S. Amateur Champion. Shot 72, 72, 77, 72. So he was only five over on Saturday. Otherwise, he'd been even par. Let me see. This is one of those dumb like... I'll give you a quick trivia question. Hopefully this is right. Who is a former world number one that is not at the Masters this year? Jason Day. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Was that right? Yep. Really? Crazy, right? He seems like he's, he's ever since he, basically once he hit number one, he dropped off. That was, well, he had what year injury. was that? He had a really bad back He injury. dropped off like crazy after that though, and he's never come back. I mean, no. Ricky. Has he won? Ricky's, Ricky's the worst. Ricky's yeah. the biggest drop off, but. Man. Oh, by the way, do you know what Tagger's current world ranking is? 50th no way is he is he like oh, no i want to hear your guess oh man 50th that's your guess that's uh, my guess he hasn't played in any tournaments top 50th make the make the major i i don't know i i would say 75 or something i don't know he doesn't seem to be that 973 973 because the because world. he hasn't hasn't played played Okay. He had a yeah. big crowd, though. N- number 973. There's a, there's a calculation that goes into that, right? So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's guaranteed he's not the highest ranked player in the field. Sandy Lyle's got to be higher. But <laughs> Wow. But, yeah. So, 96, Tagger missed the cut, playing as an amateur again, 75-75. 90, wow. So, he missed the cut in 96, came back in 97, and won by 12 strokes. 
Yeah. Wow. He's the type of guy that like when he when he feels like he's down and then he needs to come back and prove something, he does it. So yeah. Last night they were just replaying this and I watched the whole thing. Not the whole thing. The last like two rounds when they went through the ninety seven. Um the crazy thing is how much nicer Augusta National looks now than back then. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, if it's actually nicer, just the TV makes it look nicer, but um, well, the TV definitely has something to do with it. But like the, the way the grass was cut and everything just looks nice. Oh, yeah. There was a photo circulating on Instagram showing Bobby Jones putting at Augusta back in like the 30s. In color? And Could they recolor yeah. it? Really? Yeah. Oh, and man, it just cool. didn't look good compared to what it does now. Well, I let's mean, keep, keep in mind too. Like back 97, then, it was probably premier standards. Right. 97 Tiger. I mean, those... that. The clothing was disgusting. <laughs> the baggy pants and stuff? I mean, it was like parachute that's, pants. That's yeah. where he's wearing the long sleeve sweatshirt, right? And he's got the, the well, so he rolled up, on, right? So he yeah. Puts on the, yeah. Yeah, but what, what you notice, um, he didn't put on the sweatshirt until like the 15th or 16th hole. He had this uh, red shirt with like black like side panels on the, on the shirt. Um, so it would have been like a red and black shirt had he not had the, the sweater. But then mm-hmm. he won with this red sweater on, which is iconic, but... Um, so 97, he wins. 98, he gets tied for eighth. Six back of Marco Mira, which is strange that he Marco had that much Mira, of a draw. Wow. Yeah. Um, he was a good golfer. T18th in 1999, nine back of Jose Maria Orthabo. He finished at one over par. Not playing. That's surprising. Wow. Who's not playing? Stinson. Hendrick? Yeah. Really? That That's probably the most, that might be the most surprising out of that list. Tiger got fifth in 2000, and then obviously he won in 2001, 2002. That's, that's crazy, though, that he, he didn't win more in that stretch from late 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, but think about the other majors he won during that stretch. No, absolutely, but 15th, nine back of Mike Weir in 2003, T22nd, so then he won. While you're, while you're bringing this up, I ask GT all the time, like, who's your foursome? Who do you want to play with? We've just spent the first 10 minutes of this podcast talking about Tiger, yet Tiger doesn't make his foursome. No, listen, keep going. I'll, I'll tell you. So, so I, uh, sorry about this, too. He won in 05, T3 in 06, T2 in 07, second in 08, six in nine, fourth in 10, fourth in 11. Top fives. Sorry, wow. keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Now now you need to explain why Tiger doesn't make your foursome. So you and three other golfers is the stipulation. Three other professional golfer, golfers. Jeez. No, no. Okay. So this I is, don't know if I'm prepared to answer that. I need to think about it. But my top, if you want to go by, yes, if you had to pick like all time players who would actually play, like legitimately play golf with, I would take Tiger, Phil, and. God, I don't know who the third one would be. I might say Rory for me. I've been a Rory guy since he came out back in, what, 07, something like that, Um, 08. Um, I was saying from, like, if I wanted to just go out and have a good time, I don't know if Tagger would be my top three. A buddy trip. Like, if I just wanted to go out and have, like, a buddy trip, I'm taking... I think you could with Tiger because he would not take you seriously and he would just be <laughs> hilarious he, he might be like there's a episode did you guys see the golf digest thing when he like tiger goes out and he golfs with like a bunch of celebrities like he gives them like nine what? holes and they you guys oh, didn't see that yeah yeah it was like kind of cheesy Wade, it was ca- yeah 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 Dwayne Wade. well uh david spade 
There you go. That's the one I watched. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know I watched a comic. I missed that. Yeah. He didn't. He Tiger looked like he he had a blast with him. Okay, well then didn't take well, that it was serious. also right before. We should probably separate it into two categories. Who would you have fun with versus who would be like your all time list? If I had to just say like with. go out and watch, it'd be probably Tiger, Phil, and Rory. What about Fred Couples? Nah, no. It's just a different That's, generation. <laughs> that, I loved I loved watching his swing growing up because it's just I he's I so smooth. In 2009, I went up to Montreal. Immediately. Nah. You idiot. 2009, I went up to Montreal to watch a Champions Tour event. And he was like the headliner with uh, Steve-O and uh, Nick. What year? 2009. I was in college. He was on the Champions Tour by then? Yeah. He's that old now? He was was like his first or second. God. It was like his first or second year. Sorry, man. So great to watch growing up. It was like his first or second. I'm only four years older than you guys. Speaking of Fred Couples, though, I keep taking tangents on us, but he was playing with Tiger this week. Fred? Yes. And he was commenting on how like unbelievably powerful Tiger's swing looks. So Fred Couples is is, uh, Tiger's preferred playing partner before the Masters. Leading up, no kidding. He's one of his preferred playing partners. JT is one of the other ones. No kidding. Yeah. Well, I mean, those are two of his closest buddies. I mean, Marco Mira was a good good friend of his. Yeah. Too. He had a few. Marco Mira had what? What was that documentary that was on a, a year or so ago? Where it was about Mark Marco Mira talking about. Oh Jesus! Now this is terrible for listeners, but there was a Marco Mira documentary that I watched on Golf Channel. It must have been two years ago now, and he was recapping. Um, his loss, he lost at the end. Was I forget who it was to? This wasn't the Masters. Was Tiger? I can't. Who lost to Tiger? I, I can't remember. It's terrible for the, the audio, only, but I think the uh, there was a really awesome documentary. It was it was short, maybe twenty five minutes about uh, Marco Mira, though. Hell of an it, like he is like Royal the Burkeo? standard like every get every guy golfer that just happened to get good. Oh, the final round, nineteen ninety eight. Yes. Of the open, yes, yep, that was it. The open, yeah, Mar- Marco, awesome. Marco Mira, I think, had a couple, a couple majors. I forget what he, he also was like... the inventor of the the inventor, but like the claw grip. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin Morikawa said he got the claw grip from him. Let me see. Highest ranked two in 1998. Yeah, he won. Well, he won the Masters and the Open in 1998, and then in 1998 wow. he got T. He's had four. Didn't he beat? Didn't he wow. beat? Um, who was it that beat the shark at the Open? Was it Marco Mira or was? Well, so this is Marco Mira's finishes. His all-time best finishes in majors was he won the Masters in '98, tied for fourth at the '98 two majors. PGA, mm-hmm. tied for third at the U.S. Open in '98. Oh no, no, sorry, U.S. Open was '88. So 1998, he had three of his four best major finishes. Wow! With the U.S. Open ten years prior. Wow, yeah, Marco Mira was. I mean, I remember him like toward the tail end of his career. Like when I saw him play, like in it was right when we right when we started watching golf. Yeah, he he was like at the tail end. He was getting ready to go on the Champions Tour, but mm-hmm. um, that was back in like the that was like the prime Ernie Els days too. So. I remember getting and my, VJ VJ was just coming on the scene too. My my first clubs I ever got were in 2000, I think, and they were like these like little like junior clubs, but they were tailor made junior clubs. And at mm-hmm. the time, it was like tailor made burner, and the like the top guy was Ernie Els. Like he had just won 
What did he? What did Ernie Els win? Was it the U.S. Open back then or the British Open? He had just won a major. Was it 2003? Maybe. 2003 seems late. No, because hmm. he won one after that too. Ernie Els, I think, has four majors or three. Hmm. My time frame is all thrown off when it comes to the 2000s. Everything seems like all those all those yeah. players, like the Fred Couples, the Ernie Els, in my mind is is like the 90s, and then like Tiger came on the scene, and then but no, yeah. they still had a hell of a lot of good wins so, afterwards. So Ernie Els has four. Alec Adnaha is rolling over right now about how <laughs> terrible we are butchering I, winners. I know days. I, I invited years. Alec. I never heard back from him. Yeah. But, this is so Alec would shit on us <laughs> with stats. Er, Ernie, the '94 '97 U.S. Open. So this was okay. The 2002 U.S. Open, or U, sorry, the 2002 Open, and he also won the 2012 Open. He won the 12. 2012, yeah, he won a late one. So he won four. Did he? He must have won wow. on the tour. He must have won on the tour that year then too. Then right, held Royal Lithum and Saint Anne's, second clear jug, one stroke ahead of runner-up Adam Scott or Adam Scott. Tagger, Talk about the Brant most, Snedeker, boor- the most boring third. guy in golf. Yeah. The most boring. Adam Scott. The most boring greatest golfer. Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Well, no, I take that back. Who's the Italian guy? Francesco Molinari. Molinari is, takes the cake for the most boring best yeah. golfer out there. I was going to say Pat Adam Cantlay Scott's too, but pretty close. Patrick Cantlay at least has a little bit of humor. Yeah. Adam Scott has no I like anything. Adam Scott. I like him too, but there's no charisma. Uh, there's more than you think. Francesco, none. Francesco, <laughs> zero. Who's the most is, boring? Boring. When, the when most boring Scott? golfer to win. Because Francesco won the Masters, right? Back in no U.S. Open. No, oh, when, uh, Open. The when, Open. Okay. When he when he British. was think about what must have been going through his head when he had the lead in 2019 going into the Masters, and then That's it's the final day, and he's paired with Tiger. And T- Tiger was a few strokes behind him. It was Shit. it was him, Tony Finau, and Tiger. And well, he wasn't worried, he wasn't worried about Tony Finau. And and, and Molin- <laughs> yeah. So so he's looking at this like, okay, Tony will be fun to play with, but like, oh fuck, he's wearing red and black. <laughs> like like you're about to tee it's off Sunday. on Sunday. You have the lead, and Tiger fucking walks out on the first tee with his red and black, and you're like, and just put yourself in that position. Seriously, yeah. like. I'd be shitting my pants. Do you think Tiger even made eye contact? You think he? You're, you you think it no, was I'm just pretty like sure all Tiger, intimidation. Tiger was just like, "This guy is so you, fucking boring." You, <laughs> so you know why? I, I I actually thought that if anybody won that that tournament that year besides Tiger was Finchesco. because he was playing so well. That was, was his crushing st- it. Was that was his stretch like where this, he was just unbelievable. Yeah, he was like, Mr. I, Par. All he made was pars and then a sprinkle in a few birdies, and he was winning tournaments. Yeah, you're like, he's going to shoot a 67 or 68. It's and five, four birdies and the rest are pars. Never bogeyed for uh, like a year straight. So th- this was this is from 2011. I think it still carries over to today. It said, what golfer would you put in the most boring foursome to follow? <laughs> no way. <laughs> this is actually a thing, and it actually gets pretty consistent. <laughs> Jim Furyk. The next one oh, I'm gonna. The next poor one, Jimbo. I like Jim. The next Keurig. one I'm gonna say yes because I watched him win a major and it was the most boring. The major was fantastic. It was the most boring winner ever. Lucas Glover might Ooh, be the top. Yeah. One of the top. Ben Crane and then Justin Leonard. Jesus. I, and then we have Crane. Two of those names I don't even know. Which one? Ben Crane. The ball yeah, guy? I don't know that name. Was in, I probably he recognize him. He was in a music him. video back in the day with Bubba and uh, uh, Rick. Oh Taylor. yeah, remember that? Um, ben Crane. Uh, is it Jonathan Bird, J.B. Holmes, and What's Jim Furyk? 
Matt Jones, Jim Furyk, Ben Crane, and J.J. Henry. J.B. Holmes, Kevin Na. Kevin Na is not boring now. Webb Simpson, boring. Jim Furyk. Webb Simpson's the other one. David Duvall, Justin Leonard, Paul Goidos, and Justin Rose. Matt Kuchar, Matt Kuchar, Matt Kuchar, Matt Kuchar. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> shucks, attitude all day. Flat, loose swings and no power. Wow. Four Matt Kuchars in, a, in the group. The caddy might actually get paid the normal... <laughs> The normal amount. He li- listen. He learned his lesson. Oh, wasn't it like pesos or something? He paid him. He paid him heavy. Um, so yeah. Bubba Watson plus eight thousand to Two-time win the major. Masters. Yeah, Masters champion. What, what do you What do you think about Bubba Watson going to the drive chip and putt every year? Good move. Bad move. Go for it. You he's think entertaining. It's good? I, I'm just asking. He go. He's the only golfer I think that goes to the woman U.S. amateur and then the drive chip and putt. Which I think is a cool move as a Masters champion. I think he also does... I think his... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think his charity has a lot to do with that as well. Like his his primary charity. Drive, chip, and putt? It has a lot to do with like kids and um, like women's sports and stuff too, though. His I could wife, be wrong. I believe his wife was a ex-WNBA player. I th- Am I, I think, wrong on that? I think you're right, but I think their charity has to do with like children's hospital, kind of like kind of like Jacks, like mm. they have their own hospital and, and things like that though. But it's a lot of kids oriented stuff. I think it's good that he goes. Some people some people shit on him though for going because they don't think it's sincere. But I, I think it is. I, mean, I think Bubba, time to go. I think Bubba is the most sincere bullshitter there is. Like he he talks a lot of game, but at the end of the day, he'd give you the shirt off his back. Oh, I thought you were going the opposite way. Like sincere, like not really Like sincere. he's not. No, I think he's legitimately sincere. It's just the way that he acts. It comes off as Yeah, like, he seems to really care. He really yeah. care about the game and he, he really cares about like perpetuating the next generation and keeping kids excited. And I think that's so. probably okay. why he goes. So yeah. speaking yeah, about caring about the game, I was listening to this. Can we talk about the fact that the that Augusta let fucking dude perfect? Yeah, I know. On number 12? So do you know what Dude Perfect is? Do you know what Dude Perfect is? They do have this. you ever seen like no. it's like the original like frisbee challenge where they'd go on like a huge building, throw a frisbee, and try to get it into like a basketball hoop. Like and then yeah, I think so. And they do all these trick shots, and then it turns stuff into, with like, basketballs too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I haven't watched the video. I refuse to give them clicks. But they went to the Masters. I thought it was a hoax. I completely thought it was a hoax with Bubba. With, no, not Bubba. Uh, no, uh, no, Bryson. With Bryson. Oh, and my they God. went. I'm looking at but it was now. golf. With all the other sports, it was like throwing a lacrosse ball. It was hitting a baseball bat. Oh yeah, to yeah, me yeah, yeah. that is the ultimate sacrilege. That's sacred ground. <laughs> I was pissed. I'm still pissed. J- J- Jared's uh, his his uh, his slacks are really tight right now. The I, <laughs> I got my panties in a bunch. Is, you don't think it's bad? You that is okay, that is gimmicky. So, it's cheesy. It's, it's real cheesy, cheesy, and I get it. So I was listening to foreplay, and they said they said obviously. I mean the second it makes tier sense. podcast for the Masters? It makes sense because Dude Perfect has like some stupid amount of followers. They have a so, large audience in YouTube. So it makes sense that you're... But I don't think that's broadening the game of golf. No. Because it's, it's not golf at that point. No. I think what they're doing with, with introducing women's golf to the course is really big. But I also think... I like what what's happening locally, which is it's cool to go out on the course and play music and wear what you want and it doesn't have to be stuffy golf anymore yeah but the masters i like the sweatshirt i like the sweatshirt the sweatshirt I like the new sweatshirt i like the new the, J, the jt move the hoodie move 
Yeah. You guys, who's shit on me last year for wearing a hoodie? Me. You. Me. I wore a hoodie to the tournament. He's like, oh, wearing a hoodie to a tournament. I'm like, I'm cool. It wasn't no, no, cool. No, 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 it wasn't no, no, cool no, no, yet. No, no, no. no, no it on, wasn't cool on. yet. The entire audience needs to understand the premise <laughs> of what's chilled. going on. It was about 72 degrees. I was chilled. It was not even fall yet. And I believe it was JT had just worn. No, Kiz. Kiz had just worn a hoodie that to a not- tournament. And that following tournament, GT shows up <laughs> with a hoodie on. And of course, I'm going to give you shit about so, it. I know. So you But this is also... Drinking back. your Pedialyte at the golf course. <laughs> no, I'm Wearing Pedialyte your sweatshirt. Today. And that was no. his argument was, it's a little chilly out. It's a little chilly out. So, it was like 70 degrees. So he the, took it off within, I think, this was the barracks. It was probably, no, I think no, it was hole three. Was it Adirondack? So this course ba- doesn't matter. So this is the background. Hole yes, three, it, it was this already back, off. This is the background because... One, I be- defend this, please. Yes. So one, if anybody's what ever- is the meme? The guy sitting at the table. <laughs> Prove otherwise. With the, the card table. Yes. The card table. Yeah. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Prove me so, wrong. Uh, no. So any, if anybody's ever seen me go hit golf balls at a range, I wear a hoodie majority. You of the do time. wear a sweatshirt to the range because I always wear hoodies. Yeah. Like, and I wear hoodies a lot at home. Whatever. So you hit the ball I, straighter. Yes. Fact. Factual. <laughs> No, maybe fact. Not. Maybe not. No. But I'm warmer. So then I ended up having this zip-up hoodie that I wear sometimes to work. And I was here doing some work inside. It This room does not regulate temperature well. I was freezing. You know how people are lying when the backstory gets this long? No, because I'm giving the whole backstory <laughs> so you see the factualness of this. So I'm wearing a sweatshirt. I'm trying to be a neutral party here. I'm wearing a sweatshirt in this room because it's chilled. I also get here early in the morning. Golf didn't start till like mid, mid-morning. So I walk in 70 degrees outside. Listen, when I walk into this this office, it was like seven in the morning and it was chilly. So I kept the sweatshirt on. I come into a cold office, sweatshirt on. I leave, still chilled, get in the car, drive down, and then I just show up and I still have my sweatshirt on, not thinking anything of it. And then I start getting crap. I did pull it off soon after, but it's also at Adirondack where there's not a lot of sunlight right where you first will drive in because there's all those trees by the clubhouse. And then when we end up getting like started to actually drive out, I was like, okay, it's in his hot. defense. I think I wore a sweatshirt the next weekend. <laughs> but it, All right. it wasn't like a it wasn't like a cool pullover hoodie. It was just like a zipped up one. Like like kids and them, they wear the cool pullover, like lightweight. Those hoodies. new hoodies are sick. They're they real thin mine material. Not, yeah. Like mine's not that thin and mine had a zipper on it, so it wasn't as cool. Mine mine looked like Mr. Rogers. But it was warm. I love that that is get the blood flow nice. We are slowly eliminating the stuffiness of old guy golf though. Yes. Like the the, the shitty parts of old guy golf. Like the shoes I got this year, like the shoes we normally wear are way different than the old saddle shoes. Kevin yeah. showed JT still wears the saddle shoes. A lot of them do, yeah. But like the like the, the true golf ones I got, but you wear the Puma. You had like the Footjoy one. Yours is kind of cool. Puma, yeah, yours are nice too. The Pumas, honestly, like I had never invested in golf shoes before. I've always bought in like cheap Nikes, and you know you wear them for a couple. Not seasons. Footjoys, not Footjoys. And, you gotta uh, get the Footjoys, boy. Well, I I made it was the first year that I ever went. I ever devoted some money to uh buying decent golf shoes and that made a massive difference so much more comfortable it's it's like joy for your feet all right and (laughs) now for this ad read ryan lee um oh here's the whole thing on tag sorry joy please sponsor us well speculation is swirling as he's why why tagger wasn't wearing iconic nikes so did you hear did you hear the um Oh no, you you gave me the release, right? Didn't he say that they're working on Nike's still working That's on? That's what he said though. in the press conference. So he's wearing a two hundred dollar roughly pair of Nike. Did you see those new Masters um Foot Joyce? Uh Nike cleats for the Masters. Masters cleats? No. Yeah, they're so, sick. So Tagger is wearing 
and yes, we're talking about shoes on this podcast, about what shoes Tiger's wearing. But this is like a big deal because obviously Nike guy. Um, I mean, it was hard. It was hard to leave Nike but to the, get golf new golf shoes. Like I made it a point to say, don't worry about the brand. What What's the most comfortable? How many yeah. shoes do you think Tiger tried on before he before he like went with these? Sixty. You think so? He's wearing the same pair. It's just a white and a black pair. The same exact foot choice. I wonder what the difference is. Like why? Well, while you're looking that up and we're talking about Tiger, one thing that always comes to mind when I think about Tiger and practicing and prep and his, his apparel and all this stuff. We've talked about this before that his home putting green. Ugh, it's to die for. He's got like this massive uh, touch screen on the wall that he can like. Oh, it's so crazy. Just adjust the floor and make undulations how he feels and he wants to practice a certain... How much do you think it costs to install that green? Because he can literally manipulate every square inch of it. Oh, actually, I'm going to watch the video right here. It's definitely twice the cost of my house. (laughs) (laughs) You think it's it's that much? No, uh, I don't know, but my house isn't worth that much. I think his simulator... I bet it costs 100... I bet it costs at least 100 grand for that green. I bet it's 100 grand. Um... Yeah, it's impressive. I mean, he's got a whole course outside his house. So here's so going back to Tiger while you're looking this up. Historically, what's Tiger need to be going into Saturday? I was thinking about this. I don't know if there's a set distance from the lead, but I think, I don't know. It seems like Tiger... I don't think he can be more than five or six back. I think he plays the course competitively Thursday, Friday stays in the hunt, but then he loves the chase. Like true tiger, baby, like a true tiger. Yeah. But like, I think that's his, I don't think he minus the year he won by the freaking 12 strokes or whatever. I think if you look back at it, he always, he wins the tournament on Sunday. He saves like his energy and his focus and his best golf to really kick it on Sunday. Since new era golf has, has there ever been a plus winner? Has anybody been over par yeah. to win the Masters? Yeah, does, uh, uh, Zach Johnson. Was, well, oh, that was the was year that plus they... Plus one in 07. That's the year they right. tiger-proofed the course. <laughs> they, that's Don't ask right. me how I know that, but... Talk about a Masters champion that, like, is more well-known in my mind now for, for like, mishitting the ball. Duffing a ball. Off, duffing Multiple. it off the tee. Did you see him do it? He did it again. the time. At the players. Yeah. On the 18th hole. That's like, literally something I would expect the three of us to do. And he it's, ricocheted uh, into like a crowd of people. It's, <laughs> it's like, the rule, um, the official hey, PGA rule is named after him. But oh, is it? Yes. B- by the way, USO Ryder Cup captain. Unreal. Could be a good captain. <laughs> I like Zach Johnson. Could be a good captain. He seems yeah. like a nice guy. He's a golfer's golfer. I, I, uh, I, I, I got his. I actually got his autograph when back when I was a kid. Nice How guy. much is that worth? Huh? Well, now he's going to be US Ryder Cup captain. <laughs> he's got a role named after him. It just went up. True. So stock went up. True. By the way, two-time major champion at at the Masters and at the old course, St. Andrews. Oh, the Open? Yeah. Wow. He's got two. What? But so back to courses. back to Tiger, though. What do you think he needs to be going into Saturday? Like, like within five strokes, five strokes of the lead? Uh, No. He's got to be... Minimum, minimum three. Do you think it's? You think the gap is that narrow? Yeah. These days, uh, no. I just think. Com- I mean, I think if someone's within five, they have a shot because it's so. It, 
the the Masters is uh, someone can get on a heater that last day. And just I also feel back. like on Saturday there's so much movement. The Masters is one that like you can just spin a top at the beginning of Saturday Sunday and like you don't know where it's going to end up. Right? Because there's going to be people get know, hot on Saturday. I, I think the bigger question is: Do you think it's going to be? Like, do you think it's going to be a congested leaderboard going into Sunday, or do you think there's going to be a one or two kind of pull away? I bet it'll be congested. Because there's some days you go in and there's like four guys tied for the lead, or two, one guy with the lead, four guys one behind, and then it's like a, a you know. Well, but you it could was, go in and someone's got like a you know Louis Usazen. Um, he did Louis a couple Usazen. times. Like yeah. all of a sudden you get someone that's at four or five. Mister Choke himself. Well, Rory did a couple years. I mean, he ended up bombing, but a lot of those guys are playing well. It's I, not the same tournament, but the the last last weekend, the leaderboard was first, and then there was like two or three guys, I think, and second, and then it quickly jumped. It was so congested, like the next was like a bunch of ties for seventh, and then a bunch of ties for like fifteenth, and like mm-hmm. it was like there was no tie for third, or there was no third, fourth. It was very congested at the yeah. top. So I, different I, course, different tournament, but. Seems I, like that energy will probably carry forward, I think. I would say Tagger has to be within three on Sunday. On Sunday? With it, like teeing off Sunday, within three. I was say, yeah, I'm just saying Saturday, probably five back. Should be good. I think within five, yeah. I think if he's five, he can make a couple strokes. What do you think the chances that there's someone that has a three or more stroke lead going into Sunday? Oh, probably 50-50. You think it's so? It's happened pretty regularly. I, I don't know because th- three being three clear is I think a pretty substantial lead in a major going into the final day. That's a good point. I think one or two, it's like it's, it's within you know what I mean like two is not the end of the world. Guy could you could shoot one under and still lose it. You know what so was Hideki up um, when he won? He was last up. year. Yeah, I don't think he was up a lot. Was he? Because it was him and JT, right? JT was JT was in the top of the leaderboard leading into the Sunday, and I think he fell off that day. Wasn't he grouped with? Let me see, Masters. Hideki you mean had, going into Sunday? Going into Sunday, I'm pretty sure they he was in the in that top group, and I think he fell off. I could be wrong. Um, I, I might be misremembering it. Actually, Hideki was plus one last year in the final round, and still won. Yeah, so he must have been over up. over Will. Zalatoris? Yeah. Was JT in that group, though? I don't... Uh, man, it's, it's tough it, to see... It's hard to find those stats. Well, like, I, I mean, JT... Well, you're talking about Justin Thomas? Yeah. Uh, he's not even... Justin Thomas finished... No. I'm pretty sure he... No, he was tied for 21. He was even par on the day. On, I'm pretty... He was even par on Sunday, though? No, he's even par overall. He was 10 strokes back. I'm pretty sure he fell apart on the last day. No, he shot... Same as Hideki, 73. So if he shot the same as Sadeki, he was ten strokes back going into the finals. No, he, there's no way he was in the final round or final. Uh, Jordan Spieth, maybe. Maybe that's who it was. Jor- Jordan shot seventy to finish at negative seven. Yep. There's Xander Shoffley who had a chance to win it. He put the ball in the drink on number sixteen. Um, you know who I really think is going to have a shot at winning it's Cam Smith. For some reason, I could see Cam Smith just was like, Cam Smith in it last year. Uh, got tenth. And he got second the year before. I think he's only played it a few times. Hmm. Actually, I want to say he's played it five times. I think I saw that yesterday. Cameron Smith, Masters. I, I think Cameron's... Do you think the pressure 
of every knowing that like let's say you're in the final group with Tiger you've got the lead or you know you're in it you know you're playing good golf you know you're capable of winning do you think the pressure of not only just playing against Tiger but also like knowing that pretty much every fan out there watching wants tiger to win mm-hmm. and like you're that's, the you're yeah. the nemesis like that day 100 like how the heck do you win a tournament when you know that's the i think, the cloud over the top of you like i think these guys that's, yeah, are so, so hyper competitive that that would probably what well, there's probably some exceptions i wonder who those people are but maybe kids i don't know because he likes to have a good time but i think those guys oh, are those guys so, are competitive so competitive that they would feed off of that like yeah, fuck, fuck that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the one that beats Tiger on Sunday. E- even when a guy like a Harry Higgs, who I think is just like the, the easiest going guy in the world, when you see him get competitive and talk, you can tell he's got that edge. Like when you start talking about stuff and struggles, like I'm still trying to beat you. Like they just, they just have that. Like they just They're turn so it up competitive. And so Cam Smith, last five Masters, T55, T5, T51, T2, T10. Wow. He's he's got a chance, dude. Scoring I remember watching 71. him last year. He's when he's on, he's on. He's that's, hard to beat. He, he keeps well. his composure too. You can see it. He's got a game face. Yeah. By the way, as I think of, he's doing he's easily top ten this year. As of right now, VJ and Fred Couples are Which teeing are off on Thursday. At the Masters. VJ and they're yeah, like Fred couples doing the old guy thing before everybody. I don't know. They're teeing off together though. <clears throat> oh, like in, as like a pairing. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant just. <laughs> they're playing. They're playing. <laughs> yeah, they're playing do, do that day. Do we have have they come up with the pairings yet? It looks yes. like it. It looks yes. like it. I'm yes. Looking at them right they here. have Tiger's pairing. I saw it. Tiger's oh. paired up. Well, I'm looking with... at it right now. Yes. Group one: Jose Maria Orthago. Kiz is paired up with Bryson. <laughs> Okay. They're, gonna not, they're not going to walk together at all during that day. Um, oh, my God. Dude, oh, no, I, he's not paired up with Bryson. Sorry, Bryson's J- up with Paul Casey. That's JJ a good Spawn pairing. is playing with Jose Maria Othabel. He he's just playing with week. Tiger's playing with Louie. Well, that'd be fun. And uh, was it Neiman? Or is that who he was with? Or? Oh, and Neiman. Oh, okay. That's a. Yep. Okay. Now we're getting into the groups. Yep. There we go. If he's playing with. Yep. With Neiman. And then. Fred Couples is playing with Garrett Kigo and Guido. Migliozzi. Oh yeah, I know that guy. Scotty's paired up with <laughs> that guy. Italy, Italia. Scotty's paired up with Adam Scott and Tony Finau. Though that'll be a fun group. That's to watch. a good group. Which yeah. one's that? Uh, Scotty Scheffler, Tony Finau, and Adam Scott. As much as I don't like Adam Scott, he is. Brian Harmon playing well right now. Do you guys listen to the uh, podcast before play and interviewing Scotty? No, I saw some clips. Dude, what a down to earth dude. Seems like a class yeah, act. Yeah, he sounds like a good dude for sure. Yeah. He uh he was on the the where was it last night the live from the Masters which has been playing nonstop for me since yesterday um but he ended up doing this thing and they're like hey has anything changed for you um not sure the world number one he goes he goes no he goes actually the kid that picked me up called me Xander so that brought me down pretty quick <laughs> <laughs> so I was like that's I'm like touche he's pretty good though he's just like easygoing he's like no nah, nothing's changed so I I would love to see him win. Heck he's, yeah. He's got to be. Heck yeah. We talk about like. What if Will Zalatoris won? Uh, oh, Max man. Homa. Gilmore. It's a, that's, a good, that's a good grouping though that first day. It's, it's Rom, Zalatoris, and, and Patrick Cantley. Max Homa, Kevin Nahn, Shane Lowry. I like that group too. 
Oh, Kiz is playing with Burger and Fleetwood. Oh, he is. Yeah, I missed that. That's not a bad little group for Kiz. Ten twenty a.m. Eastern time. This is when I got to start figuring I, out. I love how we act like like Kiz is like our boy too, just because he's like the four play guys boy. You know, yeah. I, I, I just, he's just any guy that seems like a regular that human. Guy. Yeah, Bryson, Cam Smith, and Paul Casey. What 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 were you looking at for tea times? Like all the tea times you gave me were like no, they're right there. Oh, see, I have them as their pictures. Oh, see, them. I just have the names. So you're going like everyone you were saying is like Kisner's with the guy below him. Bryson, yeah. Mr. Par 67 or whatever the heck he said. So Taggers with Louie and Joaquin. That's a good little matching though. Joaquin, Joaquin Neiman's. He just won Taggers tournament too. Yeah, he's playing good golf. 10-34. Damn it. Wait, this is Thursday, right? Okay. So Friday, they're in the afternoon. So I just got to prep on James Pia. I'll be on the golf course watching it on my phone. Are you? Yep. Friday? What a in time. Florida. Oh, that's right. On vacation in Florida playing During golf while watching the Masters. Like, this time what a time perfectly. to be alive. Jeez. What a time. What? Wait, so Hideki's the, the former champion. Yep. Dustin. No, but then that. he played with James Pia, who must be the amateur champion, because they usually pair them together. Right. And Justin Thomas. What is Justin Thomas? Don't they usually take favorite the, to win? No, but they usually don't. <laughs> yeah, but don't they usually take the British uh, Open champion and put him in that group? He won, or is it the? He didn't win the play. I don't know who. I don't know how they pair that because if that was the case, they would put uh, they would have put uh, Colin there, right? Am I, am I thinking that the wrong way? Yeah, he hasn't. Yeah, JT hasn't won. A major in a while. Lucas Glover. Man, how is Lucas Glover? Is he still playing on exemptions? Eric Van Ruin. The joggers, which I love, but the mustache. <laughs> the mustache is a gutsy move. Um, you know, I always get screwed up with Cam Smith, though, is Cameron Davis. Cameron from Australia. Yep. But I don't know how good he... Let me see. I mean, some of these, Matt, some of these are pretty good. Gary Woodland, I, I, I'm not a big fan of the Wilson flatbrim hat. It's goofy looking. It is. Corey Connors isn't playing well from from Canada. Lee Westwood, I love. I would love to see Lee Westwood. Lee Westwood. It. Lee Westwood might be. He was dude. in the hunt, the open, right? He's been play, he played well last year in a couple couple tournaments. Yeah, I'd love to see Lee Westwood win. He's another guy that if you listen to some of his interviews, he's he's very much like Scotty Scheffler. Like the European version of Scotty Scheffler. He's yeah. just kind of like, hey, you know, I, I played well. I didn't, but, you know, I just played like three hours of Rummy Cube with my wife. So, like, Lee Westwood good, can you know? play as much Rummy Cube as he wants with his wife. His wife's a smoke show. Um, By the way, I had never heard of Rummy Cube until like three months ago, and I bought it, and I played against my wife. We talked about this. You and Lauren Oh, played. my God. Do not play Rummy Cube with Lauren. She... We should let- well, first of all, she'll probably kick your ass, but if you actually win... She will kill you. I should just let so her and Gina play each other. Gina and Lauren that should sounds like a face bad, off. Sounds like a bad idea, guys. Actually, dude. You want to do that and go golfing? Yeah. <laughs> Set them up with like we a We might long, be able to fit in 36 holes. Set them up no. with a long game. Seriously, played, they will, they will go. Have them play Risk. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, They'll play Rummy Cube all day probably because what happens with Lauren, I don't know if this happens with Gina, but she gets addicted she wins a couple but then if i win one 
It's like no, gotta, I have to. I have to bury, bury you. you. <laughs> I have to bury you. So then she's like addicted. She's got to get two more wins, and then she'll keep going and going and going. And I'm sure Gina's just like that. Yeah, she got mad when I beat her. Um, <laughs> Lauren gets real mad when I beat her. It doesn't happen as often. Like Debbie's she lost the competitive. We don't play games together as much anymore. Mm. We don't often, but I bought that because I'm like, let's just try it. We played it when. How the was Office run. Trivia that you bought? Never played it yet. Still have really? to. No, been we sick. should bring it, bring it here. We'll play it together. We, we had one that we played, and I. I did well. I think I got three quarters of the questions right, but some of them were specific, man. Some of them were like, "Dude, I have money at Office Trivia." You, you'd beat me. <laughs> you would beat me because you I have an Office, like, office Trivia well, calendar, daily calendar. Yeah, I have the same one. Oh, okay, what what? Year, what day are we on in the year? I've uh, missed four questions so far. Remember. Oh, we're but like that's impressive. In? Are we hundred? Yeah, we're over hundred in. So I'm ninety six for no. We're closing 90s. closing in on hundred. Then I'm close to ninety six for hundred. Wow, that's really good. <laughs> Well, Stupid. what's January? Anyway. 31, 28? Yeah, we're, oh, 100 days probably a couple of weeks from now. So just to shine some more light back on golf for a second, Ryan texted the three of well, the two of us, and said that we should consider entering the amateur, uh, wh- whatever it was, qualifier up in Malone. And he said, I think it only takes an 8.4 handicap to get in. And my response immediately was... Wow, Ron, I love you. I appreciate this. The fact that you think I can get down to an eight point four handicap. I think it's possible. Do you I think went in, you can be in the single digits? Well, Ryan, you can be in the single digits. Okay, so I went in Do immediately. You think we can all I, be in the single digits. This I year? nerd I nerd out on this stuff, but I went in and I I'm actually like a plugged in right now. I plugged in my you scores. If, you asked if I could. I'm terrible. You asked if I could. Sorry, Ryan. Go. It's, we'll it sucks. <laughs> it's it's not a true representation because freaking the barracks and Adirondack, for whatever reason, don't register. So you, if you play so they, a score well, they at don't. both no. of those courses, they don't count towards your USGA handicap. The barracks should Which is ridiculous. It's probably something stupid. Like they don't keep their they membership up. Yeah, they don't pay for something. They're cheap as hell. Sorry, I'm just saying that because it, it's true. Hey, but facts hurt. Hey, yeah, facts hurt. But you know, just do what yet, you so need to do for your <laughs> for your players, but or your whatever. But <laughs> you mean the future of golf? You mean so I I plugged in I plugged in all of my pay. that will that win tournaments, but don't get credit. Boys, listen to this. I plugged in my scores that I had. There will saved. be black marks on the green. Black footprints. I. I Good lord! My, Sorry, my, there's <laughs> that's science. Science. Don't mess with science. Science. Keep going. Keep, keep science. Sorry, so, I, it comes with an app. I became a member of New York State Golf Association. Found a bunch of our friends on there actually because I was just curious if they were in there. And you can look people up. Legend Rob Whedon. He's in here. Is he? Oh yeah. Let's see here. Uh, wait. Shit. Here we go. Okay. Friend of the four. The what do you think he is right now? Um, hold on, six. hold on. I got I got a bunch of people saved here. Mm, a bunch of our friends here. We got five. Uh, Rob Whedon, three point four. Wow. Galen Trombley, twelve point three. That a boy. I, I can get. Uh, yes, keep going. Cody Ro- Cody Roberts plus one point two. <gasps> oh, from North. Yeah, Cody's a very good. <laughs> wow. Member. Yeah. What about uh, Bryce? Bryce was like a Bryce minus two last. Yeah, year. I looked up are Bryce. They, I wanted these see. guys on that New York yeah. PA thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. Bryce uh, had Bryce registered as a four point two. Honestly, wow. we should use this for for the kids. It's, yeah, it's is Alec up. on there? I did. Or not. is Alec not registered? No, Al- Alec. No, Alex. He's got a handicap. His his home uh, course is down somewhere down downstate Albany, right? 
or downstate New York? I I searched Alec and it doesn't come up, so maybe he's uh, lapsed no, his had, membership or something. But let me see. I had it for. Do we uh, have to be Steve, members Steve-o? at North Country? Stevo five point one. No. So so what you do and and Rob Whedon is a good example here, and this is the club I'm part of. It's oh, just right. the. Yeah. New York State Golf Association, NYSGA, E-Club. And then you register with the Adirondacks, oh, and that is your that is your official what's club. The, what's the cost to do this? It's like... 100 bucks? Yeah. No, yeah, way less than that. You're dude. right. It was like... It's uh, 45. 45 bucks. Yeah. It's totally worth it. Um, so so here's what I did. I went in and I, I was just curious. I registered... I logged in the rounds I had saved at North Country and Bluff, because those two count. Uh, I had a 91, 87, 81. Uh, I did have a 79, an 89. Um, a couple other scores mixed in there, but it's got me at a six. No. Six? That sounds about right. So what I'm saying is... You're that, at six? That's really... That's not my... Don't say that out loud. I just registered you for a tournament at an 11. Well, it's... <laughs> listen... I, I be the only all, one all I'm saying is this is really interesting to me because Alec is I think the way we've been I think we all understand the handicap system really well, but I think when we generate handicaps for ourselves arbitrarily, mm-hmm. we might be estimating a little high Correct. because this is official. And and I think Ma- like Ma- we've talked about Max Homa if you plus seven point six. He actually puts. There's only a couple golfers that plus oh, really? seven point six. Yeah. Holy. So so I think you know it takes your lowest round ever, right, and puts the most weight on that. But then it also does an algorithm around like recent rounds that you've had, and if you blow up one day and log a ninety doesn't whatever, it doesn't weight it as much because the purpose of the handicap is to weight against your potential. Right of your average potential, and so I think my got, best, my best I round think ever. You guys, with a little extra effort, could probably with some work. I think. I think. Yeah, I'm a twelve-three. Yeah, I think. I think it could happen. I don't know. So, so the thing is, with my scores last year. Wait, August. Is that Sorry, crazy? I'm, Am I crazy? I'm, I feel like it's possible. I'm registering for the E-Club right now. Yeah. No, but, but look like, at this. 85, 86, 88, 81. And then I went... Like, you can see my scores were higher. And then as I got to the end of the year, like, all my scores started trending down. Right. So, like, I ended up getting to a 12. My highest was 96. My lowest was an 81. My average is 87.9. So... That puts me at 12. And it's saying... When Ryan said best score ever... So I text. I don't know if you were on this text chain. My best score ever. So I don't know. It says if you're on my this. A, my average is an eighty four. It's giving me a six. Wow. And mine's about eighty seven, eighty eight. Average doesn't equate to your handicap though. No. So many people think that. Well, I average a ninety. Well, that's so what I was hand, saying. Yeah. yeah. So my handicap should be eighteen. No. Right. Not even close. No. Yeah. If you're averaging a ninety, your handicap should be like a fourteen. My, my average is sixteen. So what I'm saying is, we need to get out there. We need to get you boys playing. So, and we all need to post a nice low score so we can qualify and go fucking 
do a terrible job but have a fun time playing in the qualifier to qualify for the <laughs> against really good golfers. That'd be fun. That, that would be, be fun. fun. Well, Even if we when, finish... when's a tournament? It's Are we in to July drink? or <laughs> it's in July. <laughs> I think up. they give you a cart too. Be like, you boys aren't here to win, are you? Be like, no, we're just nah, we're here to have fun. But you know what? When we have fun, but we're flexing because we we're here, we we which means our handicap is a certain. We play loose, yeah, yeah, loosey goosey, baby. I remember when I hit the only time I've ever hit an eighty was in my hometown. I text a group, and I don't know if you were. On I was GT. on it. Ryan was definitely on it. <laughs> so I instead of people being like, "Wow, dude, good job, great job," whatever, not a single person said good job. The first text back was from Ryan, and it was followed up with, "Really, like one more putt, and you could have broke eighty. What the fuck?" Yeah, like I was like, <laughs> I was like, "Wow," I think it was something like, "Reflect on your round. Like all you needed was to like <laughs> hit one more like, putt, one less." Meanwhile, like. I'm One chipping in stroke. off the green. You know an 80 like, is the same as an 89? It's all the 80s. <laughs> Just that one <laughs> butt would have been... You know, it all really you, is like I hit an eighty, but it's not. It's like it's like oh man, uh, like all you can't you think of just one time where you really you should have. I don't think I've ever played better shot. golf than that. And I was on <laughs> cloud nine, and one text message brought me right back to fucking reality. <laughs> That's nice. Like I said, shot in the eighties. So um, <laughs> shut I, the fuck I, up. I mean, I haven't broken eighty in a decade. So I've this, never broken eighty. That was, I'm, it's going to happen this, was this the year. year. That was it's going to happen this year. That was the yeah. year after I broke 90 for the first time. I, oh, I shot an 89 yeah, the year before. You're playing more now. And you're starting to understand Not the swing last a little bit year. more Last now. year, I didn't play as much. You're starting to understand the swing. Yeah, if you're trying to adjust it. Uh, I'm just holding on to it. Just I tighten it. It's kind of like the no, old I'm shit good. bar. He just okay. doesn't know where this conversation's going. I, um, just, <laughs> I have a habit. I think a hitch. <laughs> if I can find the fairway more consistently... So I, will, every I, will, I will maintain that. I will maintain yeah. that. But that's, you know, what do you think, what, said every golfer. I bet ever. I, bet I could. the weakest br- part of your game is? Driver. My game. My game. Oh, my my game varies. <laughs> it putter. really does. For it's Ryan, it really depends does. on which putter he puts in the bag. But um, well, I'm feeling really good about the two ball that I uh, dropped some pretty long, crucial putts against both of you fuckers last year so True. i mean my, i'm gonna keep that in the bag for a while True. probably my chipping game is the worst part of my game you know what's really weird though is the trend Just this is, it, baby. It, it sounds it sounds really stupid but i i was convinced that because everybody has the big fat wide putter grip that i needed the big fat wide putter grip and i took it off and i put it on that two ball and like it's just it's i have a i have a tiny thin pistol grip now and it's like really Everything about that putter so like feels better? right. Yeah. So the everything, putter, it's weighted right. The the everything about it feels right. And I don't know what it was, but when I was holding uh one of those wider grips, like I'd get like yippy with my putter. It was really bad. One thing that I noticed that I don't like because I tried two years ago. I tried the super stroke. Like I tried in a multiple widths, and then I went over to the golf pride one. And the Golf Pride one at the top, it, it yeah, na- the red it, and yellow, red and yellow. Yeah, so I have it, that one it too. It narrows towards the bottom, which feels like it fits your your right, well, your left hand, my right hand a little bit better. But then it has a slight hitch towards mm-hmm. you at the top. The it pistol just, grip, yeah, it feels way more ergonomic than like the the traditional. You know, I putt for years with the stock old Odyssey grip from the from the early two thousands. Yep, and switching to a 
fatter grip made a massive difference from a putting stroke standpoint. The thing that I, I know GT, you just did it. I'm very seriously considering switching from the mallet to something more blade like this. to a mallet? From, no, sorry, from the blade to something more like the spider putter that you have. I have a two ball, but I love it. You got a spider, mm-hmm. a spider GT. <laughs> yeah. Coincidental, but, but yeah, yeah, it was no. I think it's. I, I think the weight of the putter, especially with a mallet, because none of us actually hit the putter like right in the center every time. No, it I don't just doesn't mark. happen. But like when you hit it off a smidge, the weight of that whole putter holds the face like closer to where you want it to be. So, so I feel f- like that's the hardest part is keeping the face consistent. Yeah. Well, so when I was doing, of course, I was doing research before we went, like face balance, putter, all the stuff. So like most of the stuff the kid was telling me when we were there, like I already knew a little bit. It was just more of like I wanted to actually see it. And um, originally, because I was going in, I'm like, I'm going to probably get a mallet because it's, at the end of the day, mallet's more forgiving than a blade. And then the problem. Unless you talk to Tiger. Yeah. So I've always had a blade. cheating. I've always had a blade putter. And. The prop, the biggest issue for me is not even like the, it's just keeping the stroke. Now, granted, my blade putter was extremely light relative to a lot of putters, and just adding the extra weight, it almost felt more of like weightless. Like I could let the putter just kind of like do the use work. momentum. Yeah. Where I found with my putter, I had to actually kind of guide it with my hand, so it was a lot of feel. I steer with my right hand. Yeah, it, and, in order to keep the putter perpendicular and i'm a very yeah. streaky putter because i can be very good for a round and then i can get really off because in a lot of it is just because it's such a feel thing yep um that i'm like if i can get something like this and i can really just line it up and just let the putter you know really just kind of let the weight use itself so i'm curious to see how it will go but my grip i went to a thicker grip partly on my last one on my blade putter Partly because it kept my hands quieter, like softer. Yep. So I could have a little bit more, like less kind of, uh, what's the word, like steering with my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt that the putter was too light really to get a lot of feedback on the putt. And I I have probably swung a, a mallet putter, in my, like a true mallet putter in my life, five times, like ever. Like I've never used probably one. Probably at, mo- at most. And that's like grabbing someone's putter or something yeah. at like a Dick's Sporting Goods. Like I never, I've never putted with a mallet. So once I started actually swinging it, I'm like, this is actually way easier. It was like night and day. So that's why I ended up deciding on it. And even when I was trying out putters that day, the blade I was still fi- finding, I had to like, I had to manipulate it more with my hands to keep it yep. online. And so the new blade or the new mallet came to stock with like the same type of grip, just the thinner grip. And I've just kept it on there and I don't mind it as much, but I find the weight down below it's enough to keep my hands fine. I think I there's something about, yeah, like I think that's what it was for me. I think it's like the more weight you have in the, the head of the, the putter, mm-hmm. the less you need that grip to be wider to quiet could, your could hands be. because yeah. I think you're just letting that thing like I do its own thing. Like but pendulum. like just when space. it's a lightweight blade putter, you need the wider grip to keep your hands from, I com- from, from, I completely agree. It's yippy it's or make your hand, you know, like you said, it's so, like, uh, I would describe it as like circular rotation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like with, when you have that blade in your hand, you're, I, I find that I'm way more concentrate. I concentrate way more on making sure that I'm not rotating the club than it is taking a nice stroke back and forth. Exactly. But when I threw that, that spider 
in my hands. And then I think this was the other, the, the new spider that they put out. Grip doesn't matter um, as much. The grip, it, it, it was know. a narrower grip, but it felt like it was more of a just, all I had to do was take it back and put it forward and that, that face made good contact. Mm-hmm. So as much as I hate to, I mean, I own game improvement clubs. I'm a freaking 14 <laughs> handicap. <laughs> You're yeah. not Tiger Woods. Get over it. Until dude. we Just, figure this out, and then we plug you in, and you're actually like an 11 or a 12, like GT. Yeah. And yeah. then we're like, oh, he's only a few strokes away from qualifying for the qualifier. I played like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get hats like that. I'm here to qualify. Qualifying for, for the qualifier. for the qualifier. Barely break. Barely breaks 90. Um, qualified. <laughs> is your is your putter face balanced or toe balanced? Toe balanced. Same. Yeah. Mine is toe balanced also. What's I like that better. What's the difference between toe balance? Is that because you take more of a pendulum swing at the if ball? I have a, um, I have a spider arc. at home that's Yeah, I don't take an arc um, at all. Face well, balanced. And it actually, that was the moment I realized that I actually do prefer a toe balance, or toe weighted putter because... You're opening and then closing it the Literally, you, you talk about a mallet that feels so natural going straight back, straight forward. The, the face balanced, it's like you can't fuck it up. If you're trying to go straight back, straight forward, it's that's and my when you hold stroke. it, when you hold it out, the mallet stays perfectly level with the ground. The face of it does. Face point whereas, side. yeah, whereas if you have a toe balanced putter, the toe hangs down at a certain degree depending on how much it's weighted. And like most, uh, most blades are they're pointing down like forty five degrees. Yeah, if you, um, I've, I think I've told you both about Trotty. Yeah, yeah. Trot, like he's a wizard. He does a putter to, one too. Um, so many of them. Yeah, he goes right into all the face balance. But basically, the toe, the, the fact with the toe is because the toe balance is there's less weight in the toe. Okay. So as you swing, the toe can close faster. Because if you have more weight in the toe, see you know the, what I mean. I I understand that. The problem is I've spent so many years making sure that I'm taking a a. There is literally as little as possible opening and closing of the face. I've I've been working for years on a straight back, straight through. So that's why I think a face balanced putter is way better suited for me because I literally take yeah. you know, if you drew the line, I take it straight back and through and the club face does not I I work hard to make sure the club face doesn't ever open or so, shut. So what I so I was watching a video. Um, so it sounds like a mallet putter would so, be significantly so for, better for me. For Scotty Cameron, there was a there was a, a video of Scotty Cameron talking about it that every putter because USGA is regulated to have at least ten degrees, I think, a forward loft on the shaft. It, there has to be an arc, but he goes a lot of it is like you basically it's less arc versus more arc. So the less arc putter. Is going to be a face balance. The more arc putter, I might go back. So we're shopping for putters here while you're talking. So the the low the I am going to add it. To so the I, I would say if you have a fairly low arc, you would be doing a face balance putter. Yeah, and the face balance, I I tend to swing more with an arc, which but my and which the, is weird because they, when you how when do you, they dictate that? What's the like? What's the number mean? Uh, not to sound like an idiot, what but you know how like. Like our white hots, there's a number one, there's a number two. That's the um, is that's that the core? The, that's the model. That's just the head model. It's just the model. I don't okay. think there's anything. I didn't more know than if that. that that dictated if that's how they in, indicated which which was which. No, because the one and two both are toe balanced putters. They're just different. They're different hosels basically, and different head shapes. Mm-hmm. So like when you start getting the head shapes and the hosel shapes, it ha- has to do with also the way it releases the putter. Okay. So the one I have is like a slightly and mine's a number. One, which one? The Odyssey, yeah, one. Mine's number one. 
That's the one I have, which is just a standard L. It probably makes drop. sense why I, why I have such an issue with my putting stroke versus because I'm like you, I'm super hot and cold. Like I can go. It's probably really because you well. have a toe balance putter and you're trying to manipulate it straight back and straight. Oh, 100 percent. So if you had more of an arc, you would close. That's probably what it is. This is the thing that I've learned the last like two. Like when I used to play golf a long time ago. I bought clubs and I didn't really understand much about golf. Like I, we would play golf, but like the science behind it, you just go and be like, Oh, I'll hit this iron. Cause I know it like has more loft. Like it's just, we didn't know enough about it. And then in the last couple of years, I've been researching like the different weights, the different shafts, the different, um, the way you can manipulate like the grinds on wedges. Now putters, mm-hmm. like when you start to really get behind the science of everything and realize what's best for your game, like the gapping of yardages. Like I changed my, my wedges, um, I dropped the lofts in my wedges to make up for the gaps in the yardages. Now I just bought the new irons that are going to be my, they're stronger lofted. So, which I was researching on that. The stronger loft is also because of the way the center of gravity was moved back. So right. I have to do it with the balance. Mm-hmm. So some of you are like, well, it's just, lo-. they just, it's easy to hit them farther because you put the loft up, but it's kind of like Bryson. Like, because the center of gravity and his club head speed, he has to really dial his lofts strong because he's, otherwise he's going to balloon up too high. Because you're trying to hit certain windows. I screwed with that at the at the driving range two days ago. I changed the I changed the loft on my on that new Sim Two driver. Yeah, and was just messing around with it, and it it made a big difference in obviously how high I hit in the air, but it actually made a bit of a difference on how much the ball was cutting too. Would you did you open it or did you when you change the loft sleeve? What's your natural loft? What's standard loft, and would you change it to? Well, I used to, I, my old driver was a 10.5. This new driver is a nine and I, I brought it back up to a 10.5 and it was just shooting way up through the air. But because it's, it, this new driver is weighted in the back, it's got an extra 25 grams that they added to the back. So what, but where were you hitting? Or was the or flight? 25 grams? Jesus. What is, what is that? 25 2.5 grams, 2.5 grams. That they was was it back. going left or right? Right. When I, when I upped the loft. So when you up the loft on that, if you go from a 10 to a 10 or nine to a 10.5, you actually close the face. So in theory, it should help you draw the ball better. Hmm. That's strange. Because what it does is it brings the loft up, but it also closes the face slightly. So if you drop it, if you go down to like an eight or something like that, which would be whatever, two, two clicks. Remember how earlier I said, what's the worst part of my game? <laughs> yep, driving. But if you were to drop the loft though and keep it less, you would actually be opening the face. So you'd be lower flight, a little more like left to right kind of mm-hmm. cut. And then... So my, mine, like when we went there, we moved all the weights to the, the heel, but we kept it at the standard um, nine. So I, have, I play a nine, or we'll be playing a nine with weight in the heel. <laughs> so that's what I'm going for. Oh, he um, just he just purchased a spider. From did the, you? Yes. He's going to go pick it up Florida. later. And if I don't like it, I'll, I'll return it when I get back. When did you get Oh, a Dex? Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Not about it. You picking it up today? Yeah. Wow, which one did you get? Let me see. Just the old spider. Well, it's the, that's the... Not the I, GT? I bought a driver. No, I'm not going to Did you? <laughs> we're, wow, Seriously? We're, we're coming clean right now. What'd you get? I haven't bought... Sh- I took it to the driving range too and I... What'd you buy? I was piping it. Callaway? <laughs> it's a Callaway, isn't it? It is a Callaway. I knew it. Yep. How did so, I know it was? Is it, I is tested, it the Rogue? I tested a, oh. a Callaway uh, speed... Remember when my driver broke? Yeah. I was testing he uh, who must not be named yeah i was borrowing a callaway uh epic is that the right balance too? callaway yeah. epic speed um that's what you got from the from the pro shop oh, the at ep- bluff the epic the epic the new epic yes not I the rem- first epic but the new epic it's you, like 
the one pr- prior to it's a year it's prior to the rogue yeah. yeah so i took a lot of the data that i got from that day about my swing speed my my this is, if this is from launch angle last my, week or two weeks ago. yeah and i learned that i'm really coming in like an iron swing with my driver yeah and i really needed to change that and i needed to just chill the fuck out and hit it on the center of the face rather than try and, and crush swing it swing up on it yeah and i was like man so like i'm i'm getting these great swing speed numbers i'm not getting the corresponding ball speed numbers that should come with that swing speed why is that well i couldn't freaking hit it in the center of the face all day and so i bought a heavy shaft regular stiff like not, seven like 70 grams yeah not 70 grams not extra stiff which mm-hmm. Every spec fitter says I should have an extra stiff on my driver. But my theory is if I can just take some, take just a little off and just make sure I hit it in the center of the face rather than try and fucking pummel it every time. Basically what everyone on the LPGA tour does. Yeah. Good, slow contact. I'm going to kick your ass to the (laughs) summer, but no. Wait, are you making no, fun of me no, or what? I'm you? not. No, that that was a compliment. Was, oh, was okay. A compliment. Was a okay. I know what you're talking about. It's like it's like it's like champion store. It's golf. like instead just, of trying to crush the ball, so, you're just making yeah. good, solid contact. So I see all the old guys just like on the champion store. They just swing in. Okay, that's I a also. Diss. Learned, I didn't no, say old guy. Golf. Okay, I watched. Right, okay, I watched so it purely for that. I, 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 <laughs> I also learned that I have very high uh, spin, especially when I miss hit it. Mm-hmm. Your angle of attack is crazy high too, right? So yeah, it well it's negative. Yeah, and Not I needed to make it positive. You want it positive, right? And so I ordered the low spin version, which is more of, of what the shaft, the Epic. So it's the Callaway Epic Max LS. The LS is the low which spin. Has, has the weight in the back, right? Um, the movable weight. Yeah. Um, there's something Lower about spin it. Put it towards the front. The the back. Max versus the Max LS, they I forget what it is, but they, they basically make it much lower spin. Mm-hmm. And I took it to the driving range. I, again, so it's already I'm, in. I've got it. I, oh. I've hit it. Yeah. It's, just, it's only an hour and a half later. He drops this bomb. I know. And, and, get a putter. Um, I, I got to buy something. I need to know. I want, I want to take it out on the course and see what it's actually hitting. But I was piping that thing pretty Freaking consistently straight. When are we playing? The How's the contact first round? Like really solid. Like I just so that day when we went down to exit eight, I was I was averaging like one fifteen swing speed. And impressive. I just need above tour average, by the way. No, it's not. I it's, think tour, tour average, average is, is like one twenty, isn't it? No, no, it's like one thirteen. Tour average. No, no, average is like one thirteen or one fourteen. Okay, well, and I was also looking at these guys. Like, I'd love to have Mike really? Rao here. Because I don't think Mike Rao has a custom-fitted driver. Mike Rao pipes the ball off the tee. And I bet he has the same thing. I bet he has a standard stiff flex stock shaft with whatever tailor-made club he has. And he freaking... He just puts a good swing on it, and he really lets the technology do the work. Mm -hmm. And I'm convinced if, if I can hit the ball closer to the center of the face, take less swing speed... I was. You can look these up. You can look up like tables on swing speed versus ball speed 
versus carry. So, and like it'll tell you like based on swing speed and hitting it on the center of the face, great what the right ball what the ball speed likely will be and what your carry will be. And what got in my head is the the guy that was doing the fitting, he's like, "Man, I had a guy like I had a young kid swinging just as fast as you like last week and he was carrying it 300." And my all carry? day Yeah. Yeah, and he was he was I believe that, yeah. And, but the angle of attack has got to be and, totally different. Right, though. exactly. His angle of attack was up, it was positive, and he was hitting it on the center of the face and getting the right spin numbers. And I was fucking cranking it left, right, all over, just trying Is to crush a- it. And I think if I just hit it in the center of the face with a slower swing speed, it's gonna is it's that gonna a- go. Well, so that was my question for the guy when I did it. Is that a is that a difference of like are we talking about spine tilt angles or are we still talking about club mechanics? It's spine tilt, but it's also like honestly, you know I mean? honestly the best way I can I can describe it is like you have your swing arc and the bottom of your swing arc is like perfectly in between your legs. Yeah. That's the lowest the club will go. When you hit a driver, the ball should be a On few inches back up. ahead of it. Yeah. So as you're hitting your arc which like a backward you know leading back spine angle it's going to help as you come through into that ball that's teed up off near your front foot right you're going to hit it up right whereas an iron you want to hit down you want to hit the ball first which we all try and fail to do most of the time and then take that divot right because the bottom of the arc is now right where the ball is versus Mm -hmm. off in front of you right yeah Hmm. so this is from Trackman. This I could is, talk about this stuff all day. I, I I feel like I've really started to gather. Well, okay, so like Trackman knowledge on this stuff. Stats taken from the PGA Tour. Driver average club speed is one thirteen. Angle of attack average is actually negative one point three. Really? That's ball, what I was getting. I was getting like negative one, negative one point five. That's the average. I mean, I I would think that it should still. I don't know, but this is. But from, that's why they're pu- they're pushing higher loft on your driver. That's why that yeah. guy was telling me to hit a 10-5 because I think if I kept swinging with a negative attack, it's giving me the yeah that could be yeah, the sense. launch angle I need if I wasn't going to well, start. The ball speed was 167. Uh, your smash factor was 1.48. Technically, 1.5 is perfect. Yep. That's, um, launch angle is 10.9. Spin rate, twenty, just under 2,700. Smash factor is ball speed over swing speed. Um, I'm pretty sure. Ball speed over, I believe you're right. I think it's the ratio between your ball speed off the club face versus your swing speed. Correct. And the max on a driver's legally is 1.5. Like that's like, that's like a, that's something that drivers cannot get fat. That's why when they tell drivers are like hotter and stuff like that, like it's impossible because they can only come off at 1.5. Like it's, that's actually a limitation um, in club making Um, or uh, rules making of it. Max height was 32 yards. So 96 feet. Um, carry was 275 yards. Landing angle was 38 degrees. For driver? For a driver. Coming in, so it has to come in a little bit lower than 40. So when you right. kind of, which is interesting to talk about, because like when you hit the angle and have it come down. Um, three wood, I mean, this is just going in, but the driver I was saying is one, 113 club head speed, negative 1.3 angle of attack. What are they carrying the ball? 275. Three wood? Driver. So average. so swing speed one fifteen. Said three wood average is two forty three for hmm. PGA. 
I don't know what year this is for but swing Rory's speed. Rory's on the cover, so Rory's got the best swing speed in. He's like he's like golf. Yeah. one twenty. I think his is. I think when he really. I Bryson. Think Bryson. I, I, ta- nobody's higher than Bryson. Oh yeah, Bryson's up there, but like but he's, he's a, different. I mean, Cam Cam uh, uh, Champ is another one too. Yeah, he's he can hit out there. It's just interesting to like better understand to the point. What got us talking about all of this is like to your point, GT. The you start to really understand the numbers, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay, like. How can I manipulate these numbers? Oh, I don't, I don't, if my theory is correct, I don't necessarily have to swing harder to maximize my numbers. I think right. I need to hit the center of the face and maximize the capability of the driver itself and take off a little speed in the swing. Do you guys find that you're, this is probably a little different from you. I bet Rai. I'll hit it farther. For you, Rai. For me though, I feel like I spend the first couple months of the well maybe not a couple months but like the first month of the year is regrooving the swing like yep. i spend so much time getting back to where my swing was at the end of the year that like my swing today is going to feel different yep. come may 15th yep because it's it's not there yet like we i'm, need I'm like around golf yeah i'm like re-remembering how to swing the club the way my body swings the club i also get sore what the fuck is that about? Like, I was I, sore for a week, like and seriously a though. Half after my fitting, I did I was, the math. I was wrecked. I did the that. math. I did thirty six so holes sore. of golf. If the only swings you took were seven iron and driver, ooh, <laughs> smoke. And not only seven, like seven iron. Like he was trying to get like he was his big thing was trying to improve my um, altitude on um, with the seven iron, but c- make sure that I still had a decent carry distance. This is, so what what sorry. were your swing speeds? This I'm curious. I, I would have thought you guys Brooks is have... negative three point seven on driver. Brooks angle of attack on his driver three point seven. He said anything sub five was good. Negative sub five. Negative or... sub five or better was good on a driver. On a driver, yeah. He said you want want to get you below negative five or above negative five. I wonder what the... I've always been told. You want to be between like minus one. And like plus two on angle attack with your driver. Say it again. You want to be like minus one degree to like plus two on your angle of attack on the driver. What was your angle attack on? Oh, you didn't do any irons. My angle of attack on my irons was terrible. It was like minus 14. Oh, are you talking about irons? Is no, that both, different? Both. Oh, no. Because driver, I have always been told you want that angle of attack to be in the positive? Just, just positive. Not a lot, but you want it to be positive because that's where you really start launching the ball. Hmm. But so this it's is... interesting that these guys are... I mean, we're also talking about like microscopic differences in like how the... They are Like yeah. when it's that, so that small of, of a difference. So but... the tour averages negative one degrees down on your driver, which is... Which is, I always thought it would be up, but it's negative one. Yeah. Um, male amateurs, scratch or better is actually negative 0.9. Five handicap, negative 1.1. 10 handicap, negative 1.2. The average golfer, 14.5, is negative 1.8. So bogey golfers, negative So 2. you can 8. see, though, that the, the, the trend towards better golf is closer to a positive. Because Correct. they're, yeah, it's closer to yeah zero. I think yeah. 
to go back to your question earlier, what our numbers were, I think my club head speed was around like 105, 105, 106. My on the ball, driver? No, this was on my irons. Oh, that's fast on an iron. And my ball speed was coming out at like 130. Okay. My, that's that's really good for an iron. My yeah. sep, I, he was really, because he, he switched me to extra stiff for the irons. And then by the time I got to the driver, I was just so friggin' tired. That, that makes sense, too. Yeah. Um, I, I think my... My, my sep- smash... What was your smash factor? Mine was... He was terrible. Training. I wasn't hitting... That's that's what got me thinking. I, it, like, the smash factor was terrible. Because for my swing speed, I was not getting the ball speed that the club was capable Which of. Which just means bad contact, then. Right. Okay. Because he was getting me from... On the irons, he was get He brought me... Like, when I first started, I was at, like, a 1-3... And then he got me up to 1.4 That's with great. the irons. Yeah. Which he said, that's exactly where you want to be smash factor wise. It maxes out at 1.5. Which is where the pros are. It's like 1.5. That's five. like the best capability of the club. Yeah. So he was really happy with that. And then he was just like, how do we get consistency? And that yeah. was the difference between like the players versus the players clubs versus the game out of the game improvement clubs. Yep. He's like, you're just getting a way better smash factor out of the game improvement clubs. Yeah. I mean, I went, I went down, down. I went to a game improvement club. Let's let's not say down. Let's say that's laterally. What I said, I, that's what I moved we, laterally. We, we moved laterally. I, no, I think it'll be better for me because I even last year when I was playing, like I've always played the forged iron. Yeah, like the ones I have. So if you look at those, those are like they were made when I was playing much better, um, and I can hit them fairly well. But the thing is, if I miss hit them, then there's significant lapses. Well, your like, your your sweet spot is significantly smaller. That's correct. the one thing that I liked because playing with those players clubs when I hit them well. The trajectory was better. Was the beautiful. altitude was better. Yeah. The distance was better. But when I miss hit them, it was terrible. Whereas if I miss hit the game improvement clubs, it wasn't terrible. I mean, it wasn't significantly better than terrible. It was still bad, yeah. but it was like it wasn't the dispersion wasn't nearly as wide. Yeah. The one thing that I didn't like, I don't know how you guys feel about it with the game improvement clubs. It's like when you hit when you hit a good shot and you you hit close to the sweet spot of the club you don't feel the contact at all it's like it's like a baseball it's like sweater you know what i mean and i actually whereas when i hit like a good shot with the players clubs i still felt the ball coming off the face that was the only thing i didn't actually like was it it literally felt like you didn't feel like you hit air but it literally felt like you didn't hit anything the the uh the game improvement one too i was able to hit more of the draw again consistently because that's what you hit naturally too. That's though. my natural one. If I if I'm just I have to work hard to hit a cut. Like my natural. Drive. My natural is a cut. So my my irons are. I can usually hit my irons more solid than my like woods. Mm. But it's naturally a draw where my woods I have a hard time getting it to turn over. Like I just I just don't. My, I've always had a hard time keeping my driver going right to left. It's always mm. I've always had a straight or a fade. And then if I hit bad, it's a miss. It's a slice. Like I very rarely. Oh, and if I overcompensate, I can just hook it. Like I can just pull it right out of bounds. But um, I very rarely have a draw on my irons, or I mean, on my woods or driver. But on your irons, it's consistently more of a draw. Correct. Consistently, and more if of I a draw. miss on my irons, it's typically a hook. Yeah, because I overdraw it. Yeah. So that that's hmm. like I only I only hit, and I don't know why. Rye, you probably know why. Maybe I'm closing club face fast, closing the club face faster when I try to like put a lot into an iron shot that's when i tend to hit more of a, a it starts to hit more of a draw but my natural shot well you know my natural shot's a little bit more of a cut it could have been the shaft that's true the old shafts were 
Because you went all the way to stiff now? All Extra the- stiff. And you had uh, regular iron irons? You just had yeah. regular shafts in there? Yeah. Yeah. Like what, what irons or what, uh, what shafts did you get for the irons? I don't know. He didn't, I, I, well, he told me, I just, I just don't remember. Mine actually were the same ones I had the same from when I was a kid. Wow. That's crazy. Kid, but like we, from t- when you were playing good dynamic golds, dynamic golds, S 300s. We had the same. So I went up to the project X's Ooh. and I had a couple that I hit, but this was by far the best combo. That was his big thing with like the driver that I bought. He was like, you really need a different shaft. He goes, the problem is you're going to pay $300 for to find a new shaft versus if you bought a new club for 500 so i was like i, I just what, I what, what shaft do you have now i have the fuji is it the ventus i think it must so. be the ventus they came out with the, the ventus five i think there's a ventus five and there's a ventus seven i think it's the ventus five uh is it blue yeah yeah so that's the ventus the ventus five. um which no, is a i stiff, think it's the ventus seven it's the stiff sh- no i think the ventus seven is what i have on my on that new stealth hybrid that i bought and that is perfect I I, sw- I swung that I club think I have again. The same one as you now. I swung that club again a couple days ago, and that thing is I love that club. You it's know what? It's fantastic. I just noticed is my five iron degrees. They're so strong that it's actually greater than my four hybrid now. It's more like a three wood or a three iron. Yeah, your five iron. Uh, it's it's the about new, a four. It's about a because you got because you bought the stealth yeah, irons, but right? Like, it's. I think my I think it's twenty one point five on the degrees, which is getting pushing to like a four, where my hybrid's twenty two. So I'm curious to see what the difference would be. Yeah. Because my thing when I was fitting, it's like my irons are fine. I can hit my five iron about two hundred, but I said like I need my I need my gaps to be good because I need a three. You almost iron. need a th- you almost need a three hybrid instead of the four. Which hybrid. I still have my three hybrid, which I can the M two. Which I yeah. So my but my thing is if my if my you Hypothetically, if that new iron, like if I get my old one 200, this one could probably get up to about 210. Maybe if I like, I mean, I'd say 210. So if all of a sudden I hit that, and now my my four hybrids going 215, and I have in a five hybrid, you know what I mean? I have a five yard gap. Your gap is way too small too for small. that. Too small. Yeah, it should so, be 15 yards. So then I'd get rid of the four, and then I'd stay with a three hybrid, which would hopefully get me closer to that 225 mark. And are you playing a three wood still? Yeah, I, I think play, the I've best. Played a three. Well, Ryan and I talked about this for like an hour. I think the best move that I made, we'll see if it pans out this year, but the best move I made, I think for this year is switching from a three, a three wood, it's going from driver, three wood to really having nothing in between. I, I can't, and it's probably a byproduct of the three wood that I had, but I went to a five wood, which I love. So no three wood. I don't have a three wood, a five wood, but I don't hit long with the driver. So, I think based on the courses that we play on here, having a five wood and being able to actually access that and versus, hit it off the ground and hit it off the ground versus what I was doing before, which was driver and then shit, get my four iron out. What That's the th- only thing I can what hit. Do you think, um, so now I go, I go driver five wood four hybrid, which that thing gives me. So I, I go, I don't know what my distances are on the five wood yet, but they're, they seem like they're strong. I think I've I think I've filled that gap, so I'm still a little bit like long distance. But up here, our courses play so short. Like my, I don't think I'm going to get in a pinch. Well, I'm looking at like two two hundred to two fifty because my th- my three wood can it's like maxed out, like perfect hit, like it's two fifty. Like if if I can hit perfect any, hit. Yeah. Well, I mean that like that's what I'm aiming to hit. Like that's like saying I want to hit my pitching wedge like one thirty five or something. So it's like I'm trying to hit it two fifty, but like it could any it could. Go two thirty five on a miss hit, and it could go 
Your two new pitching si- wedges are going to go further than or, that. Or it could way. go two six. Now it will. But it could go like two sixty. You know what I mean? So like two fifty was always comfortable. But if you have, if you're picking two clubs to go in between, then you're looking at you know you want to have those be about twenty yards difference. Mm-hmm. So you got forty yards there. Yeah. So that's my my three hybrid. I could get to about two twenty five to two thirty, which was like that nice middle ground. That three hybrid is so much fun but, to swing. But then it's like if my but say my five iron goes. I wish you were right handed, right? <laughs> But if my five iron, that's the thing like right now I got to play with because if this five iron starts going a little bit higher into the twos, then it's, is it just going to def- like take away that, th- that four hybrid or cause I, cause I need, right. Cause I, you got you, cause your new five iron is going to basically replace a four hybrid it, possible. And I bought mm, the four it hybrid. It sounds like it will. So if my, unless if, the weight of it drives the ball up into the air more than you're thinking and, and, it, and it still hits the same distance. But it's just smoother like because I, of the I, weight I, of the club and the cavity back and everything. Ideally, yeah. if my five iron can go two ten, and then the four hybrid could go somewhere around two twenty to two twenty five. I think that, that would fi- be perfect. I think your five iron is going to go further than that. Five iron, because then my the thing that the thing is, I don't want the I don't I want your the new, hybrid to go. I think I your new I think your new five iron is going to go further than two ten. I, I have a feeling I'm going to end up bagging the new four what hybrid Jesus. I just got. That'd be a smoke. I do not hit my five iron two ten. These new irons, Ryan. Yeah, it's insane. La- last year, my my I hit a seven. I hit a seven. Yeah, one ninety five. A seven. Yeah, th- this is gonna go. But far- that that's um, that was your old clubs, right? No, that's the new clubs. The old clubs was like one fifty nine. Jesus, Holy with a, like shit. a te- what, was like a ten yard rollout. I was hitting my seven. The new seven irons that we got. I was hitting like 180, wow. 189, 187 see, with like I'm, a six or seven yard rollout to 195. See, that's Damn, dude. See, that's, that scares me though. That that's why I picked too. my. That's why, that's why I picked my pings. Um, because I I tried some other clubs that, um, similarly they they were like, you hit it, it's butter, you smoke it, it's like holy shit. But when I hit the pings, it wasn't always like that. But like they would. The distance on the farthest shot to the shortest shot was a lot tighter, and I knew I wasn't gonna like overpower a, an iron. I, but I, I almost stayed with my irons purely for the gap because that's my biggest concern with the new ones is that the gap's gonna be that they're gonna go a little too long because at the end of the day you're trying to just gap your clubs. Like I don't right. care, like I don't care how far I hit my five iron as long as it fits as long with as my everything bag. feels good and you can swing. As long it as you got a club for the number, yeah, yeah, exactly. And the thing is, I think the clubs are gonna be more forgiving, but I'm gonna have my numbers all spaced out. Do you have a club for your? Do you feel like your Vokies fit? I know you hate that 120 to 100. So this is a thing. Do you my, feel like the Vokies fill that void now? So my Vokie, my my gap wedge, sure. which is a 50. You can have it. My my gap. My gap wedge, which is the which is the one, um, my gap wedge goes about one twenty to maybe one twenty five. But my pitching your gap, wedge, and you have gap, a fifty four degree fifty. That's your gap. Yeah, I got a fifty. Oh, 50. sorry, 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 sorry. Yep. Yeah. So my gap. Mine's a fifty two. Yours a fifty. Yeah. So my gap goes about one twenty to one twenty five. Okay. Hole in one was one nineteen. Spun back, but one that was with one, the Vokies. Oh yeah, I spun that. That was with gap. I spun. I never asked you about that. Yeah, that was. So my plaque. Was that with Lamanto? <laughs> Lamanto and Alec, yeah. It was awesome. it was the the be- one of the best shots I ever hit. Like you know when you hit a shot, so did like, you pure it? I one of the greatest shots I ever hit. It literally felt like butter. I hit it and the way I hit it and I'm like that thing is spinning back and it's like that's going to be tight to the pin. I hit it and it was perfect. To the point where I hit it I'm like that 
if that that could go in, like that felt like a hole in one shot. It was one of the greatest feeling shots I've ever hit in my life. Even Which, with the fact that taking the fact that you got a hole in one out, it's still I didn't was even one of the know greatest. it went in the hole after I hit my shot. I didn't see the ball go in the hole because it was tucked behind the bunker. What hole was it on? Nine. It was tucked behind the bunker, so I shot it. Oh, it was up I, on the upper but level. But I hit this perfect little draw, this little like three, four yard. Draw. I could never get a hole in one on. I mean, I won't ever get a hole in one. But to get a it, hole in one on the top shelf, there's no way. It hit there and it caught. You might. I'd have to aim at the bunker. It, Jared, it landed like where you were. Basically, if you're hitting this way, it landed where you are and it spun all the way back to me. Like this thing, if we would have saw it like on the green and it didn't hit the pin, it probably would have spun off the front of the green with a gap wedge. I you hit had it a lot pure. of. I, it was the purest shot I probably ever hit in my life. Ball first, baby. Wow. It was everything. It was like, I just hit it and I was like. MG ball? Can we. Can MG we, with the Kavanaugh, MG logo? The Kavanaugh logo? Can we rename this, this like golf podcast Balls First? Ball first. Ball first. <laughs> I wish ball that would first. be great. Actually, ball, ball first. first, ball first. That'd be a all great about, podcasting. All about the fundies. Um, yeah, I bought new wedges. Shut the fuck up! Did you really? What'd you get? Two of them. I got two Vokies. Wait, Vokies? Just, we just come in clean. I, got, I have not bought anything since the last. Okay, you guys, so Galen, I, after I spent after okay, no, no, no. I got sorry, them custom sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Where? I well, I knew what I needed, and I just At ordered Will, them. Willie golf discount. Oh, so you already fitted you? You figured out your yeah everything you needed. Yeah, so I got a. Um... <laughs> what else did you? This guy I love. Brian. I love Brian so much because he's like the sneaky guy that like he won't say a goddamn word, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he'll nowhere, he'll way, show up. This just... see, normally this wouldn't happen like in this venue. Normally it would be we'd be out on the golf course, and all of a sudden we'd look over and we'd be like, "It's just new." Brian, is that a new putter? <laughs> you know. Okay, but, so what would we get? So it all came from gaps. I have. Uh, a gap What's your wedge. pitching wedge? Gap wedge that is a fifty. Was that part of the ping set or? Yeah, it was a fifty, and I got it part of the ping set. So I got my pitching wedge and my gap wedge as part of the ping set, which so I the, really like. Was the pitching wedge a forty-six or a forty-four? Do you know? You know what my new one is? What is it? Forty-two. Forty-three. I think it's a. 44. I got to look mine up. But I know that the gap wedge uh, was a 50, and they're normally a 52. Yours but, is a 50, right? My gap is 50. But so, so, and I've always had a 56 and a 60. And same. <clears throat> so, I, and my 60 is just worn out. It's like the same 60 that I had in like eighth grade when I was playing, like just started learning. Is it play. Cleveland or is it? Yep. Yep. And so I got. Vokey, um, what is it? SM9 or or what is it? The, They're up to the, are they at the nine already? They yeah. had eight. I think it's a I nine. I have a seven. I don't, I think it's a nine, whatever the new one is, I guess. I, I, I'll I, have them forever, I but I, I, I bumped it. I kept a 60 because I feel like a 60 is really essential, tight to the green. Mm-hmm. And I got it with a, uh, I forget which grind it was. Wait, so you the, got a wait? You have a sixty. A sixty. Okay, I'm looking up right now. Oh, I and, like those. And Nines. I got and I got a really tight uh, grind with low bounce. What uh, what what finish? You got dual chrome, didn't you? Yeah, you're, you're always classy guy. I always get brush steel. I love the brush. I would have. I, I like would have gotten the brush steel, I but like the they didn't have them. Too. Well, you know why the brush them. steel for me is the glare. I don't like the glare off the club. Do you guys like the the metal st- the, or the the black finish? No. Have you ever no. played with the black? And it finish? wears out. 
It the wears out. The and problem it shows... with the black finish is it does wear out on the yeah. club face. And it wears out on the bounce on the bottom. I, I've yep. always had darker wedge colors. Like my current ones are brushed steel though. They're dead. I liked I would never go lighter than the I, I like the brushed steel the best, but they didn't have them. So I got the I got the chrome. But oh, so sorry, I got a sixty going. and then I got a fifty four with a high bounce. Fifty four so high what's bounce, the, sixty what's with the, the low bounce. What's the, so you got a fifty four with so twelve degrees? A, fi- a 54, so I'm going... With what or, what degree bounce on the 54? This is the hardest thing that I have. I think with. it was... it was either It's either 12, 12 or 14. Holy okay. shit. Yeah. 14? So my... my because, old- because high bounce will assist you with a full swing shot. Mm-hmm. So you don't right. chunk the freaking wedge. Also and, soft ground. And you don't and dig soft into ground, soft ground. And you'll bounce off See, the ground rather than dig into it. Honestly... And so I was always sitting there with my 56... First of all, all of my other irons are 0.75 inches longer. And then I go to a stock 56 oh, and yeah. 60. Oh, wow. You're and I'm trying to swing you go a 56. From, you go from Jim Furyk down to... Uh, yeah. so did you get them custom length a little bit yeah. longer? Okay, nice. So I got a 54 down to Keegan. coming you're, you're in <laughs> with a... Keegan set, style. Yeah. And I got the shafts <laughs> um, to match the rest of my set. I got everything like set. And uh, I'm thinking with a 54... A longer shaft uh, and the high bounce, I'll be able to actually take a full swing from like 100, 120, that range, and not chunk it. Not so you have two worry wedges. about topping it. Wait, and you have a pitching wedge and then a 54, then a 60. I have a pitching wedge, a gap wedge, and this will bring in a new sand wedge at a 54 and a 60. Oh wow, that's a big gap Wait, between what, your what? sand and your gap. Or and, sand I and, your lob wedge. and I strategically did that because once I'm inside. 100 yards I'm using my Sa- sandwich I'm sandwich all day and I'm, I'm never the type of golfer to swing a 60 from distance I will always swing the 54 or the 56 like and I'll open it up if I need to and but 50, like what's and your, your gap? 50, 50 my gap is a 50 and your what? 54 is 12 degrees or is it 14 you said it's a it's got a twelve bounce, I think. Twelve. Yes. Okay, that's that's mine. Okay, mine's fifty six, but with a twelve. Okay. So so your but your that's the hardest thing I had the to ping still. To, yeah. And then okay, and then the, so you only have the two Volkies that yeah. are okay. So the fifty four at twelve. My old fifty six Mizuno was a thirteen bounce. My my current one's a ten. Fifty four ten. There's an interview with Tiger coming back to the Masters. And the whole we got to bring it back point. there. The whole know. point. Uh, no, I like he this other stuff every, so much right every, now. Every every amateur should play high bounce club. Yeah, high bounce wedge. He's like he's like I don't care like what your comfort zone is. He's like every amateur should play a high bounce wedge. And I took a gamble with my sixty being a very low bounce because I know that I need to be able. Usually when I play my sixty, it's on a very tight uh, lie. We have a lot of like greens around this region that like the ground is really hard and you got to be able to get that club face that leading edge down underneath the ball really quickly so a low bounce is higher risk because you gotta have a good swing on it but like that's the type of club you need to get underneath in a in a tight around the so green. that's so my so i've got both i'll have a high bounce wedge and a very low bounce wedge one for picking the ball mm-hmm. off a tight lie and one for swinging which i think is the difference. which i think is the argument for this area is in the early spring through mid-summer especially at bluff 
the higher the bounce, the better because it's just so goddamn wet here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But once mm-hmm. you get past, like, say, July 20th, all of a sudden the water just seems to disappear from the courses. And all of a sudden that high bounce, your margin for error because of the high bounce is, I mean, I mean, granted, this is me. You know, I'm sometimes when I chunk the ball, it's because, you know, that, that later in the year, it's not a chunk anymore. It's you're now hitting a really bad shot because you have no earth to dig into anymore to, to forgive that, that higher bounce. So it's almost like we need to carry two sets of bounces. I've actually kept my, in the same wedges I've in kept, this area for beginning of the year and the end of the year, or just split them kind of like I did. Cause I, I'm not made of money. You know, yeah. I'll just get. Well, sometimes you just keep your old clubs. You look like money, though, baby. Thanks, baby. That's, that's half the battle. <laughs> I think. I think when you take, uh, when you take like, um, like I said, the one I have thirteen, even though it's a fifty-six, like you'd still, sh- you could still shift it in the bag and still like, if it was oh, really sure. wet beginning of the year and translate. You but, got like fourteen putters. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rotate around, have, baby. I have one sand wedge and I use it for like ten times more shots than I'm supposed to use it for. I love that club. The TaylorMade. That Taylor made. Just got to, that comfort. I'm really pumped to have some Vokies though. But it, Vokies are nice. I'm dealing with the uh, the economics of it. It's probably not going to be here for a couple months. Just, I, you know. Oh yeah, just because you're dealing with. It. Yeah, see, that's the thing is like with the new Mizunos, I I they convinced me to add a gap wedge to it, which puts me at I think I go 44 to 49. The gap wedge is a 49, but then I'm I'm a 56. With the current TaylorMade, so I was considering going. Do I look at new TaylorMades or do I look at Vokies and go 54, 58? I was gonna do a 58, good. but I pulled the trigger on a 60 last minute because I, I knowing my game, I need a high loft wedge really close to the green, and I'll never be. I'm not filling a gap at that point. Right. You feel like the you know, 60 when you're gives you getting way more within benefit. that close to the green. I'm not filling like a yardage gap. I'm filling a a, a type of well, shot that I need. Well, the other thing too is you're so good with that with that sand wedge that you feel confident with that in your hand that the 60 degree is literally designed for those shots. Right. That, you know what, I can do what a 58 does with my 56, but I cannot do what a 60 degree does with my 56. Like it's, exactly. I, I can't open it up enough to ever compliment myself for what a 60 does. So it makes sense. Yep. I mean, you know your game. I, I concur. No, I agree. I I, I love wedge game. I could I, probably talk about wedge game all day long. You know long. what I was thinking about the other day because I've been nerding this, out about the... This fucker. I love... It's probably my favorite part of the game guy. is wedges. wedges. I think I, freaking wedges. I think that's the only reason that I can compete with you guys is because of my wedges. Is freaking yeah, wedges. it's the only reason. Oh, I thought you were freaking talking about Leave the pin you're, in. You're serious. I'm leave, serious. Oh. Leave leave the pin in and chip it in all day. Just freaking. I mean, I've been a douchebag in my day. <laughs> just, I've definitely said some things that I shouldn't have said, but um, and chip things that are coming off the practically the hosel. But I don't know what I did to deserve you chipping in <laughs> that whole. Couldn't you have just seen the pain I went through and the effort? Oh, which one? For the kids? Oh my god! That we ha- I had the wait, ma- before, before we had you the give ma- the whole story. Uh, Oh, I just want to say God. where I was on that. I was down underneath the scoreboard grabbing my shank shot that I hit over the green. So I didn't, ever, I didn't actually see it go in. All I saw was Bryce go up, whis- whispers, sweet nothings in your ear. And then you yeah, something like, in. you got it? And, and you were like, Bryce, yeah. Bryce came over and didn't, he, didn't say, he didn't say two words, really. I mean, he came over and he goes, uh, you like where you're at? 
Yeah. He's like, you like the club in your hand? Love it. He goes, yeah, you got this. And then he walked away. That was all he said. It's like legend of Yeah. But it was like exactly what you needed. And then just so for everyone that's played North Country, obviously we're on number nine and I'm in the front right on the fringe. Could, I mean, technically puttable. And his partner was over in the scoreboard. <laughs> my par- far my back partner, green. my partner was <laughs> gone. I absolutely would have putted that. But and this is your game, man. And you Ryan can, was oh back left of the green. I was I up on that top. Up on that, that top shelf, which is a top, really um, tough putt. It was it was a putt. Yeah, I was on the fringe, but it was not good. It very very low chance of going in. <laughs> margin of error, very slim, very slim margin yeah. of error. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so just took out the trusty old fifty six, and had a good line. I had the that was the thing is like you guys ever you guys ever been sitting over a putt or over a chip where you're just like all of a sudden. At, to me, in my head, it's like I'm playing Tiger Woods 2001 all over again, and I'm watching like the line that they put on the green. Yeah. And in my head, that line all of a sudden appears on the green, and I'm like, oh, shit, if I can hit that line, that's going in. All yeah. of a sudden, that line just hit in my head, and I'm like, okay, if I can hit this, yep. and bump, so bump, hit the chip, bump, and, bump. Yeah, so and, that thing just, <laughs> and that thing just started rolling, and I was like, that's yeah, that's it. Game over. Um, <laughs> and then Ryan, Ryan acted like I pissed in his Cheerios. Well, I, mean. I, I acted, I acted like I still had a chance to tie the match. Cause I was like, oh, well, you I still have the last single handedly. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can still, I have the last putt here. But I remember Bryce like came over and he like looked at me and he is kind of like without any like <laughs> actual communication, just I kind of like eye contact. I think we both looked at each other and we're like, yeah, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you single hand. I mean, credit where credit is due. That is a that is an almost impossible putt from the top of the green on nine. Yes. Trying to hit, like no way, no, no. way. Yeah. You always have flag, to be south of the hole. Yeah, but we would have. We would have. We would have pushed right had you it made the putt. Yeah, at best, yeah, yeah. yeah. We would have. We would have tied the whole the whole match. Yeah. Okay. Back to the Masters. We had to wrap this up soon, considering right. that we haven't done anything but. Talk about Look, clubs and people are going to hate this. Is that, there anybody hey, still listening told, out there? Told, told him, oh, God, no. no. We told him. Okay. Um, Maybe Scott Cuter. Scott Cuter likes to listen to these. Scott, My high school. Oh, we should have Scott come on this. Oh, that'd be great. Scott high school great golf fourth. coach. Best, best Scott, sorry coach I've ever had, honestly, in high school sports. Scott, really? Seriously. He used to put us through. Uh, Scott, I hope you're listening. Maybe Scott this will is, come on the post PGA major one. I remember. The U.S. Open? Or no, the PGA. PGA's first. So, PGA. So spring sports. We'll do that. I'll see if Scott will come on. That'd be spring, good. Spring sports Four start in, in March-ish, right? Golf does not start in March around here, no. but spring sports do. Scott Guter put the golf team through a rules test. And in order to be on the team, you had to pass the rules test. You had to get like a, yeah. He gave that. us a rules test. So when we would compete with other schools, like we knew the rules. Right. And then he would also put us through jump camp. He put like, you through jump camp? Like we do all awesome. these like indoor, you know, ab workouts and like he's like plyos. Back, back yeah. when plyometrics were a big thing. We, I touched more medicine balls playing golf than I did with any <laughs> other sport. <laughs> Better medicine it's than like, the other balls. Yeah, yeah, you know. But Scott, thank you. That was like that was an incredible experience. I still play golf today, obviously. Also right? with so, the uh you always talk about the bounce back and like the ball the balls for getting the bounce back. Like after bogeying or something, coming back in par or better. 
Yes. Yeah. Scott, he did that too. That was like the best mental game ever. He used to do a uh, incentive. I think he'd give out like a sleeve of golf balls or a case of golf balls. Oh, or right. A, you get so an extra. You, it, yes. When we were like every day after school for golf, like the best sport ever, you, you go to school and then you go play nine holes. Then you go to school, you play nine holes, like every single day for free, like it's part of the program. And so if you, during those, do it over again, during those practice rounds, if you had a bogey or worse, and then you followed it up with a par or better, you got a comeback point. Yeah. And the person with the most comeback points in a certain period of time, like you might've done one every week or one every couple of weeks, but you got a prize and everybody knew about it. So it really incentivized you to just like that's get your shit together and like, oh, like I can get a comeback point here because I just got a freaking triple on six. Well, he you know? was also the one that incentivized you to take irons off the tee too. Yes. Right? Yes. He would. So if you got in trouble in school, he would. He would, <laughs> Scott, I, re- I really <laughs> hope you're listening. I remember we had some hooligans I'll, on the I'll team. I'll text him. I'll be, he, 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 uh, he, used to gra- he used to bring sandbags. You probably can't do this today. <laughs> he used to grab <laughs> sa- sandbags. I remember this like it was yesterday. Never happened to me, I don't think. But he would have you carry sand. If you got in trouble in school, he would uh, put sandbags in, in your, your golf bag. Oh, shit. Little sandbag, like little, like you know, like uh, trouble like school? cornhole or yeah, size yeah, thing. yeah. But they got heavy, yeah, and a like, couple couple extra pounds. You'd have to carry that through your practice, and it was like that's okay. That's your medicine. Like don't don't mess up in school again. Um, that's brilliant. But, but then he would also like we'd have no idea it was coming, but we'd like get together for the team part before we all go play our round for the practice that day, and he'd be like, okay, guys, uh, five iron, eight iron wedge. And we're like, what? He's like, you're allowed to take your five iron, your eight iron, and your wedge, and your putter. And like, that is what you're playing your round with today. And we all shoot lower scores. Yeah. Well, it was that Adirondack too, which was beneficial. Yeah. Right? But like, it's like, yeah. for a high schooler, think about it. Like, you just want to get up and crush the ball. Yeah. That's course and he, like, management without teaching down. you course Ryan, management. how come we haven't taken any of this with you? Oh, my God. Years? What happened? You know? But um, Swing speed, driver. Yeah. Scott, I hope you're listening. Best fix rides. Best like, time of the. Of meanwhile, rise still man. grip it and rip it, baby. <laughs> you know it. You know it. Uh, uh, four man scramble. Let me, <laughs> let me swing first. See what happens. Right. You never swing we, we first. You always either, last. We all either uh, put our clothes back in the bag or step up and hit. Shout out. Equally bad shot. Shout out to Mitch Ryder. I wonder where he is these days. He used to. He he and I went up through the program together, and he could hit the ball pretty. He's a strong he kid, right, Mitch? Oh yeah, and I've. I haven't seen him in a while but i've heard i've heard from people that he comes he's here every once in a while in the summer and I mean, I see um, denise a lot i just don't yeah denise denise oh, uh, Ryder's oh gotcha okay yeah gotcha. and uh i guess he's he's put on a lot of muscle and he's he's fucking cranking the ball now bryson cranking maybe. it like bryson yeah maybe not but like bryson but like he's <laughs> i remember does he have back his card? in high school he could he could crank the ball yeah. Does he have his card? But, his amateur card? I don't know. But we're all going to have our amateur card. I hope so. You got to qualify for the qualifier. qualifier. You got to qualify. That is the hat I want. We got to get qualified for the qualifier. So, so, so before we... Uh, How about just a hat that says qualified? Sorry, I just totally <laughs> like... Like the big thing. No, it's totally true. derailed your, your closing no, here for no, the podcast. No, we're, like, we, got, I mean, we still got to discuss who we think... 
who we think is going to win here. So actually, last thing I want to say about the pairings is that this is the final. So this is for tomorrow night, like primetime golf. Here's your last one, two, three, four, five groups. Yeah. They're good groups. Abraham Answer and Terrell Hatton and Sam Burns. Not huge names, but really good players right now. Mm-hmm. Then Dustin Johnson, Billy Horschel, and Colin Morikawa. Colin. Then Will Zaltoris. That is a, that is, that's an the, incredible group. Yep. Yes, but then it gets better. Will Zaltoris, Pat Cantlay, and John Rahm. That's the group I want to watch. That's going to be a really good group. Then Jordan Spieth, Victor Hovland, and Xander Shoffley. And then the final group out, Maddie Fitzpatrick, Brooks Kepka, and Corey McElroy. <laughs> that's your last five groups. Prime time, baby. I can't. How did Maddie pull that group? Maddie Fitz, baby. Yeah. Uh, USAM. Five USAM. Foot, five foot four. USAM champ. Oh, I, I, I'm thinking recently. I'm like, he's been no. on the freaking pro tour for years no. now. And they're you showing, guys see they're that showing video him in a wedge Tyrell, with a choked Tyrell Hatton that he hit the fairway that was like a foot wide or something. On, oh, yes, yeah. I did see that. Sorry, on the, I'm on the, digressing here like big time. The, uh, I just can't. Uh, the runway? Was it Dubai yeah. or something? Yeah. He's a that's good crazy. golfer. But holy um, shit! Imagine hitting a, a fairway that's only like a foot wide. But never. Do you know? I I would put money against me. You know how I couldn't do that with my putter. <laughs> that's no. There's no way. Yeah. But um, no. That maybe those my are sand. Great groups. Maybe my sand. Those are great right. groups. Did you see the thing when they they were because uh, he has an um, anger issue, Tyrell Hatton? Like he's. Just Have like, you seen that group? Um, the thing, the video on YouTube of him like leading the. Uh, I forget who does it. It's like Ian Poulter and a bunch of like English guys that do this um, this bit where they're all getting together and it's like anger management counseling. <laughs> no, that's great. Dude, and he's in it. Holy shit. Just Google like European tour anger management and I bet it'll pop up. It is freaking hilarious. I think, I don't know what tournament it was, but it was this year, but they were asking him before he teed off like when they're on the practice range, maybe the players. And they're asking about his anger, and he's kind of like laughing. And they're like, "So, how far could you throw a club?" He's like, "I don't know, 40, 50 yards." He's like that far? He's like, "Yeah, it's not that far, right?" And he's like, he's thinking about actually chucking a club, and he was serious about it. I'm like, this guy. If you ever look at this guy, he's like a. He looks like he just came out of a bar, like a little like guy ready to fight coming out of a bar. Yeah, right. Chin strap, kind of beard. He's he English, looks like, like he's little... from Manchester, and he's fucking scrappy. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it looks like he's about, he's, it looks like he's in an English game. Yeah. So, but can play like, golf. Don't, like, don't fuck with Manchester but, United because I will beat your ass. But he's top 10 player in the world, I believe. Right? Tyro. Oh, Is he really? Oh, yeah. I think so. He's up there. Yeah. I, I want to say he's like number eight or something. Um, That's impressive. We're official world golf. You've got, you've got to watch that. You've got to watch that video. What do you though. think it's, it's like to be, to be a guy playing the Masters uh, he's, and he's be 16. like so low on the totem pole, but you're like just thankful to freaking be there? Just like, to get the invitation, I would. Well, I'm a I'm an absolute pussy. So if I got the invitation, I would. I cry. I cry for freaking anything. It'd be incredible. Have, have three kids and you cry for anything. These I'd days, also be the guy that like makes the. I would the, cry the, the highlight reel for never being invited back because I'd like chunk the tee box or something and like just ruin. It's, they're like, okay, you're not you're not allowed to be here. So anymore. that's the one thing that I've never I've played competitive sports. The one thing I've never done, which is what's probably the most enticing about trying to enter the amateur, is competitive golf. I've never played competitive golf. Best ever. It's it's fun. Oh my god. Competitive golf like is the on best my own. ever. It's fun. Ever. 
I haven't. He played way more than I did because I, didn't I play will play competitive. Oh my god, I crave to play competitive golf. That's what got you me can, going. Well, you can tell. It you also cha- well, it channels something different in you. Like you guys have it. I know you do. You're both competitive guys. You both are great golfers. You just gotta channel it. You know, like you channeled it when you chipped that pu- that uh, that shot it's, in on well, nine. The, you did that. You channeled it. The, you looked. The, you the, had the tiger vision, like you said. You know, like <laughs> it sounds funny cheesy, is, but like it's true. You you get in this mind space with competitive golf that like every single shot matters matters yeah and like there's something you, really you typically and cool about the, that. the closest i've ever gotten too, I think. the closest i've ever gotten to competitive Focus. golf and like when you say channel it reminds me of when i went to arizona like three or four years ago capasca and yeah with capasca and uh we were at this course i can't remember the name of the course it was so weird we're in arizona and then you walk in all of a sudden the trees just sprout up out of nowhere it feels like you're in south carolina and we were on this we were on this course and this guy started grilling us for how slow we were playing and i got so fuck i don't know why you know me I'm, I'm on the i'm on the golf course i'm having the time of my life i don't ever get mad i think golf's the most relaxing thing in the world i got so pissed off at this guy because he was so mad that we were slow that i just went on a fucking tear I went par, birdie, 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 par to finish the round because I was so mad. And you guys were playing from the tips, if I remember. When we were playing yeah. from the tips. And I, 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 and this guy had no idea. <laughs> At the end of the round, he's on the tee box, and I turn around and I go, how's that for slow golf, you fucking asshole? <laughs> you yelled to the guy? Yes. See, I was this is so what I'm saying. He, he, could, he could qualify for the qualifier. <laughs> he could do. He he. If he ha, if he really I didn't wanted know that to, was, he could. I didn't know that was in me anymore. You know me, like Alec. We go golfing with Alec. He gets so pissed off, and I'm like, bro. Every time Alec gets mad when I golf with him, I I go, dude. It's a Thursday afternoon. This is we're true. at Bluff Point. It's seventy five degrees. Very out. true. Know your audience and your timeline, <laughs> or what? like know the what time of day. Could be and, wrong yeah. with the world right now. Yep. You're about to break your wedge over your knee <laughs> is it really worth it i'm like i'm like the the conscious mind inside alex you just, just got to play more of scott coda you'll be fine <laughs> that's what i do on wednesday True. like we're here True. We're just playing. break the just break the driver when you're actually trying to play golf that's it but we're, we're just, i love playing with coda because i know you he don't plays fast <laughs> no i love playing with coda too i do i do <laughs> that, that was that was a one-off situation it's meant to be yeah i love playing with coda because and well, I got matched up. Coda and I got matched up at, at for the kids. I love playing with Coda because it's decision, pick the club, hit the hit the shot. Dude, That's Wednesday it. mornings, yep. I love it. We 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 fly through. It's great. So I'm I'm replacing Alec basically for and and Rye probably replacing Alec a little bit too Wednesday mornings. Yeah, Wednesday morning. I mean, we can have more people. We can have more than one group too. That'd keep it fresh too if you get like six guys and just yeah. kind of rotate, play two threesomes. I can't wait for that though. I want that's my big goal is to play just play a lot more golf this year and play more with it. Well, we make it like a morning league. Kids. Honestly, well, we Wednesday yeah. we play very consistent. Like it was, it, we only I didn't know Lamanto takes. I talked to Hannah. Lamanto takes Wednesdays off oh, because he? of golf. Uh, 
Oh, I thought he went back in for the second half of the day. He does, but she says he basically, you know, Wednesdays are kind of sacred. If he goes in, he goes in. If he doesn't, he doesn't. It's kind of like my Fridays. It's kind of, it's exactly yeah. like your Fridays. Like Fridays, I might end up playing golf in the morning just to get an extra round in, but then I have like the rest of the day to kind of, like I tee off at six in the morning, so you can kind of like putter around. The, you're done by nine, yeah. 9.30, so it's like normal work day. You asked a question before, when's the first round we're going to get in? I would imagine it's next week. Very soon. My problem is Bluff's just, open. like, like getting the time like maybe mm. fr- like friday i can't so it's like mine ends up coming down to probably next week I'm or down. getting back down the wednesdays like early but then i don't know what time the problem is it's like early morning right now it's kind of cold so like i'd rather to be honest go hit the range in like the afternoon and just wait for the weather to get better that's kind of my thing i can't play until it's early in the morning like it's just so hard to go out like can we talk about the fact that ryan sneaky bought like three new clubs without saying a goddamn word <laughs> To any of us and then just dropped it i know what i need i just know <laughs> just, what i need I, I, like, I know the numbers now and i know what i need but then so obviously scra- laura is not gonna listen all the way to this deep in the pocket <laughs> no. but, but then he just nah. but the way he just dropped it was just nah. like so i got two wedges like, <laughs> what <laughs> got a driver i got two wedges anything else the new bag delivery is key boys um all right so all right let's wrap this baby yeah, up. yeah let's okay, wrap it up if, let's if there's one listener left scott cuter thank you and and uh, like, okay, so and Alec who's your pick? Live, let's let's end it with our pick. What are we doing? Winner. Are we doing? You want to do t- pick and then dark horse or top three? How do you guys want to play this? Oh man! Well, we Jeez. all let's just put it this way: we all say Tiger, so let's get that out of the way. As our dark horse, Let, let's just say Tiger. We've all said Tiger, so that we can feel good about it, and then we can go beyond Tiger. Man, I don't know. I think I. I here's my thing. I wish we could pick a okay. top ten and see how it went. I want oh, it was fantasy. What's I this? want Tiger to win. Absolutely. Tiger's playing, so that's great. I think. I think um, there's a Masters fantasy. I saw that. Ooh, man! JT hasn't been playing that great though. I really no, want to see JT I, win, but I, I don't think he's gonna. Your past champions got to be Tiger. I would love to see. Oh man, if Tiger's in it, he needs to win, you know. But if he if he's out early, so then my, my heart says Tiger. Yeah. My heart says Tiger, but um, I'm gonna pick like ah oh, man. I was gonna say Cameron Smith. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I'm like really. I think heavy Cameron on. Smith is gonna win if Tiger doesn't. You know, so I don't know if this is much of a dark horse. Scotty's got a chance, dude. Scotty's I, playing great golf, and Scotty was in it in the past, wasn't he? I think Corey Connors is going to be in the top 10. He's just playing really well right now. I know it was like a boring comment after everybody just dropped some big names, but um, man, man. Yeah, I don't know. We should have prepared this before. Well, now the send off on this podcast is the not pro- The problem is I don't, <laughs> there's no one that I feel. So who I think is probably going to win this year is, uh, it's so hard. <laughs> I'll go I'll go outside of what you guys are saying. I think Rambo has a good chance of winning this year. Nah. I think he's gonna be maybe that's even Call me I, call me an idiot when he does win, but I don't I don't know. I think my dark what is this You gotta a, look for people on the upward is this trajectory a, is and this Rom's a, not on an upward trajectory. Yeah, but he's right got now. a he's got a really good maybe he's the dark horse. So well, then maybe I should reverse it. You know, because I was gonna say dark horse it's maybe not is Joaquin Neiman. You know what I have a feeling about Shane Lowry. That Open Championship. 
Oh my and he has, he's a God. good he's always up there. But you know who I actually think's my dark horse who's not a dark horse is Rory, who has not contended in a while. If Rory I, won, I would be if, ecstatic. If, if ecstatic. that would be the best. If it's Sunday, the best Tiger, alter- so the best alternative okay. to Tiger. Okay. Yes. Let's let's put it let's do this. It's Sunday at the Masters and Rory is leading and Tiger is in the same group and he's in second. Done. <laughs> oh done. That might. I just done. got. I just got chills. I did too. Oh. I, got, I kind of got a tingle. That that done. Oh. You know, just because of that, I'm not even going to look at the rest of the leaderboard. My my pick is no, Tiger or Rory. Yeah, I don't care. Let's leave it at that. And it's purely from heart. I really, purely hope that from my happened. heart. Tiger, no. Tiger, Rory, and I got. I got to sprinkle a little JT in there because I love. I love JT so oh. much. Final. So final I, group. So Rory, I, Tiger, JT. They're all in it. So if I was actually going by mind, like actually brain power, I'm thinking Cam Smith and or Colin Morikawa. Colin would I uh, okay? That's the that's the if other one that my, I would be my, really excited. If I'm for going if, with like thinking kind of thing, but my heart says Tagger and Rory. And I'm going to leave it at that. Let's just put that out to the and universe. that's a review. Um, and Will Zalatoris and Colin Morikawa. I could get down with my, that. My my brain says Colin and or Cam Smith are my two picks. But I'm picking Tagger with Rory in the final group. I I really do think Joaquin Neiman has a really good chance. Chilly, baby. It's getting chilly in here. <laughs> but God, Tiger. A dad joke. Tiger and Rory on on the on eighteen and the crowd. Tied walking up the hill on 18. Walking up the hill and the crowd comes in behind him. Both have a putt to win it. Oh, my God. Rory goes first and misses and Tiger drains it. (laughs) (laughs) I think I just, yep, I just came. (laughs) All right. All right. On that note, um, Tiger Woods, final answer all the way around. Final answer. Okay. Masters start soon. Um, Oh, also, shout outs to some past champions not playing. Tommy Aaron. Never heard of him. Charles Cootie. So these guys are all alive at this point because they're still getting invitations. Ray Floyd, Jack Nicholas, Craig Stadler, the Walrus, Fuzzy Zeller, Jack Burke Jr., Ben Crenshaw, Trevor Immelman. I'm surprised he's not playing. Marco Mira, Tom Watson, Angel Cabrera, who I believe is in prison in a South American... No? Is that right, Ron? Was at one point? Arrested? That might be true. Can we talk about Anthony Kim for a second? Ni- oh, wait. Don't open that can. Of I gotta go. Nick Faldo, <laughs> Nick Faldo, Phil Mickelson, Gary Player, and Ian Woosnam are not playing. Gary Player is out because of what his son did. So apparently, at the Masters, Gary Player the sponsorship know, thing. Yeah. So Gary yeah. Player always does the the main tee. It's him, Jack, Jack. and well, it was um, Lee Elder. Uh, no, it was Arnold Palmer. Well, Lee, Lee Elder was, Lee away, Elder was, was there last year. Yeah, yeah, Lee Elder was last year, but it was it was uh, Arnold Palmer prior to that. In 2020, or was it last year? Maybe it was last year. So his son, Wayne, um, while Gary was teeing off, the camera panned to him, and he, tr- and, he, and he put up like some golf company that he's part of, like golf balls or some something like that, put it on camera, and that um, he's banned from the Augusta grounds from here on out crazy shit dude Augusta so I wish Claire, we spent more time so, talking about Augusta because that place is like the freaking that's like Oz so there's so many things that happen there that so, we just don't know about so Gary Player's not playing because of that I believe 
Well, no, 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 no. Or the fact Gary, that he's like Gary 80s. Player. Gary Player doesn't play because he he Older. takes. Yeah, he just gets the. But he's, uh, but he's not hitting the first shot because of that. But I don't think he's allowed to hit the first shot anymore. I could be. Wrong. I would be. I doubt that. I could be wrong. Because I just saw. A picture. No, I, I think I think Jared's right. I mean, so he's not hitting. We'll the, see what happens. First shot. I I don't. I think he got. There was a bunch of shit around that. that though. I in it. I think it. Yeah, I think, yeah. Right. I think it was last year. Really? Yeah. Who hits the first shot? At the Masters. I. It'll be Jack. Really? Wait, it'll, be, it'll it'll at least be Jack. Well, Jack, yeah, but. I miss Arnold Palmer. I don't know. Do they have anything else? Do you see anything? In 2022, two-time Masters champion winner Tom Watson was named an honorary starter, joining Nicholas and Palmer on the first tee at Augusta National. But Palmer's Palmer. Dead. What the fuck are who's who's putting that out? Palmer's been dead for three years. Gary Player. Um, in 2002, two-time Ma- Masters winner Tom Watson was named an honorary 2002? starter. 2002. 2022. 22. Joining Nicholas and Palmer on the first tee at Augusta. Okay, whoever's putting that out is Golf an Net, idiot. Golf News. Yeah, that's not right. First tee shot. This was three months ago. So that'll I, be... And there's a picture of Jack and Arnie, which, I mean, do your homework. I love, uh, it, okay. Oh, no. At the 2022 Masters, Jack Nicholas, Tom Watson, and Gary Player will serve as honorary starters. Okay, so Gary's still going to hit it. Yeah, there was some shit with his son Wayne. I uh, saw it. I saw it a couple weeks ago. I there, never. I didn't know I that. Saw, I saw that come up. Um, if you old guy golf, though, of the of those people, don't you think Arnie's the one you want to play? Like, if you could just do a, a yes. two sub matchup, it's Arnie, right? Arnie. Between which one, Gary, Jack, and Arnie? Just. I mean, honestly, well, I mean, maybe Bobby Jones, but but. I think Arnie would be the most fun and the best to play with. He seems like the most down, like just all the stuff that you see historically, Arnie seems like the best person to play with. He's like the best of, he's like Tiger and Harry in one player. Wait, um, what is Mark Player wrote, who's Mark Player's son? I don't know. It's Wayne. The guy's name is Wayne. Anyway, well, the we're, we're, golf ball is directly behind. Long story short, GT needs to close this podcast, and we can talk about this off air. Wow. Okay. So, f- folks, yeah. So we just went. I I didn't know that, but yeah, it's some Vero or something. All he's doing is just holding it up like this. Like, like I don't see why that's such a big. He held it because he knew he was on camera. I know. Yeah. But like maybe just because he was the starter. yeah, but he's this hit. Gary's the starter, and he's the caddy, and he used it to. That's his. Well, yeah, That's he's his company, his, though. Oh, he's holding it like that. Yeah. Kind of a douchebag move. But uh, We haven't closed. Okay. So that's it. We're ending there. Um, go Tagger. Anything else? We good? Go Rory. Fair enough. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Galen Trombley Show. If you want to reach me, you can go on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. The spelling, G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y.